I do want to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for the email list. That is the best way to support us and to uh, communicate with us. On HankStrange.com, you'll find all the different places you can go to and support us. If you look under the Strangerholics tab, also there's Lola Deals. Lola's Deals up there that you guys could check out as well. As you can get patches from us in the uh, merchandise, under the merchandise tab. We've got these cool stickers going on here. We've also got patches. This is the Hell in a Handbasket patch. We have a few other patches up on the site. If you buy patches, Lola's sending out stickers or you could just get the stickers. Um, and we can get those sent out to you. All right. Now, that being said, um, I do want to let me uh, let me get it. Let me load everyone up in here. We got Walter. We got Texas Gun Vault. There we go. All right. Let me smash the open. Let's go to it. Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. All right, guys, make sure you Life smash the subscribe button, smash the thumbs, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. Yeah, we're live. There we go. Walter's ringing the little... Oh, that's that's very nice, Walter. You didn't break anyone's... Oh, there we go. Now he's breaking the eardrums. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't smack it hard, you know. Oh, you yeah. should have told me. I, I have a bunch of, per, of percussion instruments here that I could have hit. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, we do. We definitely. <laughs> uh, if you if you have something that you want to just tap gently, tap just gently. want to bang on something. <laughs> I'm my uh, Red Bull. There you, there you go. There you go. All right. Okay. So listen, we are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Let's do this. Let's start with the jazz hand. So we've got Texas Gun Vault here for the first time. Let's see those jazz hands. There he goes. He's doing it. He's an entertainment dude, so no argument from him. Walter, let's see your jazz hands. Uh, uh, there you go. Walter's doing it. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 730 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. As I said, our guest is Texas Gun Vault on YouTube. He's joining us. Please go subscribe to him. Uh, what should we call you? T TGV? Jason, well, I'm, I, I would say that I'm Jason from the Texas Gun Vault, but people call me, you know, a, a TGV. Uh, yeah, so either is fine. All right, awesome. There you go. We've got Jason here, and we also have Walter Keller here from Safety Harbor Firearms joining us. Special Wednesday appearance. Yeah, just to keep it all <laughs> spicy. <laughs> I could be, I could be at the shop welding on the mini bike, getting ready for this weekend. But you know, uh, I made a special exception. Oh well, you know, I thought you needed a break from mini bikes, Walter. I mean, you know, you got. I wouldn't have volunteered to go uh, right around Friday if I needed a break. I, mean, I am still sore though. Oh yeah, my I must have bruised a rib or something. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Uh, so Jason Walter is into building mini bikes as well as guns. That that's awesome. Yeah. So if you don't know, Safety Harbor Firearms. Uh, do you, why don't you explain, Walter? Why am I explaining okay. for you? Safety yeah. Harbor Firearms started making 50 caliber uppers for ar-15 lowers back in 2003 that's what we started doing so it's a conversion to put on top an ar-15 lower uh, mag fed and single shot um and now we but we do that still and then we're making a bunch of different stocks and brace type stocks for ar-15 cz scorpion um, the sig guns uh, mp5 mp5k Strebog. so that's the kind of stuff we're doing. So, and I own another company called StenParts.com, where we sell parts and pieces for different machine guns, Sten guns, stuff like that. So, yeah. 
I did. Yeah, yeah. And then playing the, with mini bikes lately, yeah. Yeah. So that's the rundown. I don't know if you've ever come across any of Walter's stuff yet. Yeah. So No, uh, but I definitely need to look into it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So listen. Absolutely. So listen, a couple of things I want to do before we get um, started here. One, so on Monday, when we did the uh, free-for-all Monday, I do want to apologize to everyone. There was a squeaking noise. Now, I cannot remember who complained to us, but whoever that person was, let us know so we can give you our mea copas because we dismissed you out of hand. And when I listened to it, there was a squeaking. But there I wasn't there wasn't complaints about my rant at the end about gasoline prices and everything. Uh, no. It's up high and higher now. Yeah. It's approaching three dollars a gallon here in the Tampa Bay area. Well, the one thing I've learned about being on YouTube for you know as long as I have now and uh, having so many subscribers and people coming through is mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in in the gun tube community that are just wimps. I'm telling you, like they make fun of the way that I that I talk. They make fun <laughs> of the background, like they make fun. Oh, you fill in your garage. Okay, but they just people will just nitpick you about everything. Yeah, yeah, they nitpick you about everything. It's it's crazy. Drives me nuts. Gun guys like to complain. No kidding. Yeah, they do. (laughs) That's called wine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, wherever you got to do it, man, wherever you got to do it, respect to you for doing it. You know, I think there's quite a few people that do it in their garage. I mean, I'm talking about making videos and. and, Yeah. Oh, oh, I mean, like going. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'll say that I'm always trying to try to focus my channel that I'm just an average gun guy. I'm not in the firearms business. I know you guys mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, for, I'm a professional musician. That's mm-hmm. what I do. I'm a music teacher. Awesome. And, uh, but, but, but firearms are my passion. I like mm-hmm. talking about it, promoting the, the Second Amendment and putting out what I think is content that I would be interested in. And I mm-hmm. tell people right. that I the content that I make is content that I would want to watch. And if you want to watch, great. If you don't, I'm still going to make it. Absolutely. What, you know, and, uh, and just try to be a positive influence in, in the community. And uh, I'm just honored that I've had the success that I've had. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of where I come from. Yeah. And as we say here all the time, I mean, everyone's welcome. You're definitely welcome. We have a, probably a few teachers out there and some people out there interested in music. Yeah. You know, I know I'm interested in music, but I can't play or read music. I mean, at all. If, if there's one, one of the things I could do, if I could do and just all magically start to be able to do, is played electric guitar and not not uh not blues and and, and jazz but just full on mm, let's see what's that guitar <laughs> is that electric guitar you have behind you on the wall yeah that that is actually i'm actually a professional trombonist i i know that oh really, boy really here we go i actually uh, have here here if I can see my thing. don't tell my these doctor. guys you're a professional trombonist <laughs> I'm at, that's actually my doctorate right there in music performance from the oh. university of north texas oh awesome but, congratulations to you yeah, man thank you thank you yeah. i go. Uh, been a lot of time for that. Actually, these, I'll, I'll tell you kind of the, the, the story behind my situation is these instruments here on the wall are actually, um, well, they're my wife's uh, husbands that have passed. My, 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 my wife has an amazing story. She is a twice widow. She lost two husbands to cancer oh, okay. uh, b- 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 before me, and they That's were both so. musicians. Okay. And uh, uh, the, 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 the trumpet at the top was her first husband, and this guitar was her second. So to kind of honor them and the and the boys that I've now raised, okay. I keep their instruments in the music room as like an homage to them. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was gonna say some bad stuff, 
Um, but you know, since you said cancer, now I'm gonna seem evil if I say, "Look out! Your wife likes to marry musicians yeah. and then murder, <laughs> murderize them." <laughs> well, she gets made fun. Of. I mean, we've heard it all, and, and her family is like, "You better not get sick." And it's like I know. I take. I try to take yeah. care of myself. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, you your number three sticks. You know. That's the plan. <laughs> Otherwise, it's gonna be a trombone on the wall. No, just I, I couldn't resist. Actually, that. all of my uh, trombones would, would go to my son because that's yeah. actually how I met her. She hired me to uh, teach her son. Okay. And uh, and then that turned into, you know, a uh-huh. lifelong commitment <laughs> uh-huh. to an amazing woman. So. Right. Right. Awesome. Awesome. That's a good story. Uh, but we breezed over the professional trombonist. I mean, you don't want to put that on a T-shirt, do you? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, actually, I it's it's, it's been an amazing life. Uh, I'm, okay. I'm so blessed. I've, I've traveled the country. Uh, I'm playing all the time. I mean, uh, well, b- well, before the pandemic stuff, mm-hmm. I'm playing. I play classical jazz, top forty stuff, uh, you name it. And um, in fact, that's how my channel kind of grew. Is when the when the pandemic hit, I had a lot of time on my hands mm-hmm. between schools being closed and not being able to play on Fridays and Saturdays at clubs and things. I started just making content. And it just kind of grew from there, where now I put out a video every single day, even as my life has gotten busy. Right. Uh, yeah. Gotten caught up. Very cool. Um, I don't think, uh, Walter, I don't think he's getting my allusions to the trombone thing. I was trying to make some lewd trombone oh. remarks. Oh, you have to understand. There. I mean, I mean, I mean, I've. I've You've heard, heard it all. I can't let it go. Surprise him. <laughs> uh, the, the thing that keeps popping into my brain, if I don't say it, it's going to make my head explode. You can't say it. I've got two words Rusty trombone. Oh. <laughs> Boom. Okay, I've I said it. Trust me, trust me. <laughs> Walter doesn't even know what we're talking Walter, do not Google that. <laughs> do not. Do not Google no. that, sir. You will, no. yeah, you will not want to. You, you. I don't know how you're gonna unsee any of that. So anyway, okay, we got it all out of our system now. I don't know if anyone else has it. Another one thing I do want to do. Night train out there says I am a year older today. I would gladly accept gifts of ammo, in the standard calibers. That's for, uh, happy birthday to night train. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, M. Gabriel says, TGV, put the mic down. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> okay. Lola said, don't say it, but I didn't, I didn't see that part, Lola. It's too late. I already said it. Lola's trying to tell me. Do you back off the mic? No, she told me, let it go. No, I don't know what that means to let the mic go. I think that, um, uh, so we talked about this a little bit. So Jason's chair is a little bit squeaky. It's not, it's not too bad. So right. there you go. The, the chair is also a musician. Is the best way I could say that. Um, and M. Gabriel says, TGV never responds to bone jokes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so by the way, so so before we get into, I know you gave us a little bit of the background. Um, so what happened, we did a poll a couple of, a couple of uh, what was that, like a month ago, two months ago, and we asked folks who they would like to see. One of the people that we did get on that folks wanted to see was Eric Pratt of GOA. We got him on the show, and now we have Texas Gun Vault on the show. And this was, as per someone's request, 
I don't know if it was M. Gabriel. Let us know who was out there that requested it. I'm glad to have you here. Uh, you said you're a teacher and, and you're, you know, with everything going on here, you had a lot of time. What else can you tell us? How did you get into the whole gun thing? Were you born into this? You know, no, no. Ac- actually, um, I, I got into guns probably when I was in college. Uh, one of my friends, a uh, fellow musician, uh, bought a few. Uh, took me to the range. I was actually kind of anti-gun, but before that time, you know, you're young and stupid, and I was kind of, you know, very liberal, and, you know, it, and then just things happened. I got to the range. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is completely different than what I thought it was. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I fell in love with the mechanics. I've always had a mechanical mind. Um, in fact, me and my father have restored a 1969 Camaro. Uh, I've just always had a mechanically inclined mind, and that's one of the things that actually draws me into firearms is how guns work, all the different locking mechanisms, uh, the actions. The, the, it, that's just what fascinates me. And so it kind of grew from there. And then as I got older, started to get you know, more successful in my career, I was able to start to buy guns for myself. And I remember picking up the first gun I ever bought from an FFL. Uh, I remember it was a Glock 17 Gen 3. I bought it from Cabela's in North Fort Worth. I had a couple of guns before there that I had bought from, you know, friends and things, you know, like Smith & Wesson, like 22 Target pistols and mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Nothing really, really to write home about. Um, but I remember buying that first gun and, and how proud I was. And uh, I always tell people that when it comes to gun collecting, which is kind of what I'm into, mm-hmm. uh, it's a nasty addiction because you, you buy one gun, you're like, wow, I just spent $475 on a clock. That's a lot of money. And then you're so happy, and then you get it home, and you take it to the range, and you shoot it, and then you start going, man, I'd like to have that other one. And you save up for that. And then eventually you're, 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 the prices of the guns you're interested in go from 300 <laughs> to 500 and then you get thousand dollar Colt 1911s and you're like, okay, I've, I've maxed out on this. And then, and then eventually you find yourself, you know, dropping $3,800 on a, on a HK P7 M13 in pristine mint, mint condition, you know, and it just, it just goes from there. It's mm-hmm. just... <laughs> yeah, man. And then, there's yeah. no, there's no, there's no roof. There's no ceiling no. of how much money you could spend in this game. No. Yeah. I, what, what is the, the gun owner's equation? You know, it's mm-hmm. X plus one equals Y, where X is the number of guns you have, and Y is the number of guns you need. And so once X becomes Y, <laughs> you know, then mm-hmm. that's it. Just it never ends. Yeah. Okay. So let me um, just get to this uh, here. Looks like some people say they can't hear you clearly. Um, let's see. Stanley Walnut says, "Please ask the guest to put his mic closer, please." Thank you. Okay, I can, I can do that. Yeah, if we if if we can get that going, um, you're here you're hearing uh, Jason Loud and Claire, right, Walt? Just like you, yep, Loud and Claire. Yeah. Um, all right, so let me see. There's a couple things here. I'm trying to go through the chat and see what's going on. Uh, Burnaby Sanchez says, "I'm a Pisces today, but I don't swim." Happy birthday to you, all the Pisces out there. Happy birthday to everyone out there. Um, I'm also a Pisces, so there you go. I just recently had my birthday also, but I'm, I I hate celebrating my birthday. Now, I'm not worried about... In 11 days. In 11 days, yeah. I don't care about getting old or anything like that. It's just, you know... I'm not like a big, oh, it's my birthday, everybody. Wish me a happy birthday. But I like I love to wish other people happy birthday, though. 
So so you're a Pisces, right, Jason? I, I guess I'm an Aries. Marshall you're an Aries? Oh, okay, because, so yeah. First day. yeah. Yeah, Walter, you're a Pisces, right? Correct. Yes. Correct. And so am I, and there's a ton of people out there. So I don't know if anyone even cares about that. Like, is it even a thing? Do we believe in those anymore? Do we still believe the Earth is flat? I don't know. <laughs> Well, I'm big into astronomy, but not astrology. Right. So. <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to see. There's a whole bunch of different things. Someone's asking me about Johnny B. Uh, born to be a shooter, Josh says, Johnny B just released a video. Um, the whole propaganda the Dems have planned and have in place to carry out. Uh, they have at least 50 partners. No, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to see that Johnny B video. I don't know if anyone else has, um, give me a chance to get a look at it and then I'll definitely come back and we'll talk about it. So what's that Walt? No, I, I saw the, I saw the, what do you call it? The, the, uh, the, the advertisement for it on YouTube. I mean the, the mm -hmm. spot, but I didn't, I didn't mm -hmm. watch it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we need to, we need to get a chance to actually check that out. Um, so on your, so Texas gun vault. Now there is a Texas gun vault store. Is that any relation to you? Do you own the store or? I just do it through Teespring. So it's just part of the YouTube thing. Oh, okay. The, the oh, merchandise. Right. No, what I was saying is there's actually a gun store called Texas gun vault. Oh, is there? Yeah. I had no idea. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's news uh, to me. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll have to check that out. They sound like uh, cool people. Yeah, um, I think they're in Paris, Texas. I want, hold on. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can look this up and find exactly where it is. I know I was looking. I, I was googling you. You know, as people tend to do, to Google yeah. each other. Um, uh, you know, I don't. I don't do that. Hopefully, you didn't find all the bad stuff. Um, I don't. I don't do that. Don't all know. the tour video. All the tour video. So look here. Let me see if I could share my screen and I'll show everyone. Um, let's see. Here we go. So if you Google Texas Gun Vault, right over here comes up. Uh, right there is a uh, it's Texas Gun Vault in Clarksville Street, Paris, Texas. I don't know how far that is from you. What part of Texas you're in? So I'm and in Frisco, which is in North Dallas. Oh, okay. There you go. Um, and then, of course, there's you. So for the folks who um, want to go see that, uh, just go click on Texas Gun Vault, the YouTube channel here, and that should bring you through. Come on, come on, YouTube. Uh, I'm not signed in over here, but I am subscribed to you. Uh, and then I see you put up a video recently on the Walther PDP. Um, yeah, it was released today. Yes, and shout out to the Walther folks out there. Walther does sponsor the podcast. I forgot to say it. The podcast is sponsored tonight by Franklin Armory. But big shout out to to the Walter folks out there. Um, you got your hands on a PDP. Yeah, one of my subscribers. I have the most amazing and wonderful subscribers and viewers of any YouTube channel. I mean, I will put them up against anybody else. And I have a couple of local uh, subscribers that literally lend me their whole collection to shoot. I mean, I'll, I always tell people that the guns that you see on my channel are guns from my collection, guns that I buy. I, I'm not sponsored. I don't get anything. I'm not an FFL, not an SOT. Um, and so anything you see on my channel is my collection or things that people lend me to shoot. And so I'm absolutely blessed and honored that people are willing to do that. And I always promise them that I'll clean them and, you know, 
make them better than the day that they got them because I'm super OCD about guns. Oh, okay. Um, You're but, so yeah, awesome. My- yeah, I don't. I uh, just as a just as an aside here, if I borrow guns from anyone, I promise you not to clean it. <laughs> I actually enjoy it. Uh, to me, I'll, I'll go out in the garage, and I love taking the guns apart, and I'll be listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos. It's like it's like my little space. Uh, people have a hard time believing, but I am an extreme introvert. Mm-hmm. I I love being by myself. I love being. I know. Well, I love being with my wife. I I should clarify that. But mm-hmm. a lot of times when I'm around people for a long period of time and being a musician, teaching all day, I like to just. I, I need my little space. Mm-hmm. And so I go off there and I, I like to take guns apart and clean them. And, you know, I get into like every like nook and cranny and it just, it's enjoyable to me. And so, yeah. Okay. Very nice. Uh, what do you think about that, Walter? I see you've got some kind of. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting. I have to say after handling it, it's, I'm not trying to say it's a groundbreaking gun because mm-hmm. it's, it's an exceptional gun. It's mm-hmm. exceptional. But it's essentially a rebranded or kind of reformed, I think, uh, PPQ. Okay, mm-hmm. so I mean, it's obviously it's the next step in the evolution. So if you have a PPQ and you love it, um, is the PVP going to be that much greater of a gun? Uh, it's 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 the same quality. It has like it has the same slide stop. I, I think it uses the same magazines. Uh, maybe the sights are a little bit different. I think as mm-hmm. someone said that they use Glock sights instead. Yeah, of- you can use um, you can use Glock sights now. So that's one of the differences. So to me, getting it would be uh, just kind of a – to me, it's more of an aesthetic upgrade uh, than Mm -hmm. anything. I think that the PDP is laid out fantastic. It feels great in the hand, the grip texture. It has these little hexagons in the the texture versus the PPQ. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a little bit better, I guess they say, purchase. It's not too aggressive, but it's aggressive enough that if your hands were – slippery or oily or sweaty it's, it's going to be fine um the, the controls it's the same in the slide i think is great and i even compared it in my video to the beretta apx and i remember when the apx first came out people made made fun of it because it had these big wide cocking serrations all along the entire slide everyone made fun of it oh that looks stupid that's but now i've seen so many other other, other companies kind of copy that same aesthetic Mm-hmm. And so that's what they've done here. I think it looks great. Um, my biggest complaint about it was, for some reason, and some of my uh, subscribers who commented in the video as well that have shot it have said that it has more a higher recoil impulse than the, than, the, than the PPQ. I don't know if it's the mass of the slide, which is wider, I think heavier. Um, I don't know if it's the recoil spring. I don't know. But it, it feels closer to a 40 than a 9. And my wife who shot it said the same thing. Um, it, it just has more recoil. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. But that was my only complaint. Now, is that a deal breaker? Well, of, of, of course not. You know. Okay. Uh, but I was very surprised by that. Okay. So there you go, um, Walt, Walter. I'm I'm trying to get you in on the conversation here. Are you interested in in Walther guns? You have any Walther guns? Probably you're interested in the PPK for sure. Well, I mean, I have. Everything I have Walter right now, oh, P22, or that P20, is it P20? Was, uh, yeah, P22. The one I've got. Yeah, I mean, I don't have, yeah, I don't have any of the newer stuff at the moment, so. Okay. And then okay. I have, then I have old school Walter, you know, with the, uh, you know, eagle on the side and stuff. <laughs> uh, the, the classics, the classics, is it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah but are... I mean, they, they make good stuff, they just, there's, Okay. My opinion, there's so many guns that are very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, these 
plastic plastic frame striker fired yada 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 you know i mean you can go all day long some people like the grips like you're talking some people don't some you know baby face with the with the repo uh p80 complaining about how his slimy hands are slipping on it you know and i'm like <laughs> i'm like yeah you know, yeah, grip's too big, grip's too small, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Jason, have you gotten a, a chance to get your hands on the Lipsy's uh, P80, you know, the the first Glock? Oh, yeah, I have one. I have, a, I have all five generations. I have a uh, the, the P80. Uh, if, you sh- if anybody wants to see, go, go, go check out my Glock mm-hmm. collection. I have, like, everything. I know it's, it's, it's weird to people that... So you got a Gen 1... I have a Gen One, two, three, four, five. I got the oh, nice. uh, what is it? The um, the P eighty. I got the what was the one? I'm trying to think of what's called the RTF two. I have that one. Um, I don't even know what that is. What's the, the RTF? Rough, the, the rough texture two. It was like a Gen three point five. Huh. It was uh, in, fact, in fact the Larry Vickers uh, Glocks use that grip texture. Okay. As well, it's very aggressive. It's very aggressive, and some people absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was closer to a Gen three than a Gen four. Yeah, I bow down to your Glockitude, sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you ever remember seeing seeing Glocks with the? I guess they called it the fishgill serrations. Um, they, yeah. they look like, like 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 little half moon cuts instead of having vertical. I think uh, I've seen that in picture. What gen was that? That's that's the RTF two. Oh, like that's a, they, okay. Yeah, I think I've seen pictures of that. Yeah. I, oh. I have a G22 in that. I've always wanted a G17, but those are hard to find. And the G19s go for crazy amounts of money. I, mm-hmm. If you can find an RTF2 G19, it's $1,400, $1,500. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know Walter's looking for a Gen 1 Glock, right? Well, kind or, of. I mean, I'm yeah. not going to pay crazy money for it. It's yeah. To me, it's one of those things, it'll, it'll appear one day when somebody wants to trade or do something, and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go out and... Not this time, not, not not during pandemic times either. Oh, yeah, prices. Uh, yeah, pe- yeah, prices, prices are right probably tw- 25, 30, 40% higher than normal. So, and Glocks mm-hmm. too, right across the board. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, yeah. Sl- it's supply and demand, you know. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, so. so I think we got somehow sidetracked from the Walther from the uh, PDP. So you like it? It's I, I think I agree with you. Basically, it's replacing the the uh, PPQs, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. an upgrade. It is a different gun. I think they said that. I think what was it? The barrels are the same. I think, and and uh, the the magazines. I think that's about it. I don't. I don't know. When I just. I mean, maybe the dimensions of some of the parts are 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 different. But looking inside. There's a lot of similarity to me. It's a to me. It's more of a cosmetic thing, and I'm not saying that's that's bad. I'm not in any way saying oh they they just they were lazy. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that because mm-hmm. I don't want to make anybody mad. It's just mm-hmm. it's like people joke about the new gen like uh, of Glocks. Get back mm-hmm. to the Glock. We all know what the Glock Gen Six is going to be. It's going to be a Glock. Well, the new Walther is going to be like the last Walther with some cosmetic upgrades and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's if it's if it did well, so PPQs, for example, very popular amongst folks out there. A lot of guys use that to train, uh, competition, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I guess whatever is not broken, they don't necessarily have to fix it. But I, but there, I know when I spoke to them, and I haven't gotten my hands on one as you have, so uh, I'm not really sure. And I do have a PPQ, and as I said, they sponsor the, the podcast here. But it doesn't bother me if someone comes on, they really hate 
Walther. They could say it if you know, whatever. It's all you know. We're oh, all no, welcome to our opinions here. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. They're awesome. The trigger is absolutely amazing. I mm-hmm. mean, the PPQ was already great. Mm-hmm. This trigger improves it just a little bit. I know there's a lot of hyperbole out there right now where people are saying, "Oh, it's the greatest." Is it the greatest strike, striker-fired polymer, you know, trigger ever? Maybe, but the PPQ was already there, mm-hmm. and it, it just refines it just this much. It's mm-hmm. like it, it's not like it's groundbreaking. It's just already awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, um, let's see. I'm trying to see if there's any comments on this. If anyone else out there has gotten their hands on a PDP, let me know. Um, someone's asking uh, BDOC 6 gc underscore 614. Yeah, thanks a lot. I don't know what that's supposed uh, to spell out. Um, says, heard any updates on the Palmetto State Armory Jackal? No. No. No, I haven't heard anything. We were supposed to, uh, Go ahead. Well, we had talked before about getting back together with those guys in, mm-hmm. in January, and obviously that didn't happen. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it'll happen. Their stuff will come out when it's ready. You know? Yeah. That's that. I, I think, um, so I know that PSA has that event coming up. And if if you guys want to know if, if they've said that that they're going to announce anything there, I have no info on that. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. But what I would say when it comes to PSA and a lot of other companies out there that have promised you new things, unless they've been developing that for a long time, I wouldn't expect to really see these things come out right now because it's tough to even just keep up with production. Gen Champ Jr., of course, is asking about the dagger. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Don't know anything yeah, about the dagger. Haven't gotten any, um, you know, any kind of information on that dagger. So right now, these guys are trying to make everything that they they they're trying to get stuff out to folks. So um, Cafe Music Lover says had a PPQ, sold it, got a CZ SB zero one. So there you go. Um, and then Tools and Target says whatever happened to the dagger, it. Uh, is it just not coming out at all now? So no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Look, right now, if you had a choice, let's spend a lot of time and money coming out with a new gun, or let's just keep making what we're making and sell a shitload of them. Right. Well, that's what, what are you going to do? Everybody about ammunition. People goes, well, I, I can't find forty-four bags. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because no one's making it right now. Who cares? Because- well, exactly, because they're just pumping out 9, 45, 5.56, and 22, and, 22. and that's it. They're not going to tool up for, you know, you know, macaraw ammo right now, because no one's going to buy it. They're gonna, no. <laughs> the Americans never were that way anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that's always been a foreign ammo. Yeah. But, yeah, why, why, why spend your time making something that's, you know, you make it. Yeah, because if you have to take time and re, you know change all the tooling, change everything, it, it, you're down for days. Until the you focus, get yeah. you know, when you take the focus away to do something else, it's hard to get back yeah. to that. So they'll they'll come back. Those that new stuff will appear magically after when things someday calm down. Mm-hmm. Yes, if they calm down, 
And I don't want to get everyone all riled up. Uh, I hope that they will calm down. I think we need the pendulum to swing back the other way to get this stuff to calm down. We need to get rid of... Obviously, these guys are trying to uh, go for guns. I know there's hearings uh, in Congress today about that. There's but, yeah. going to be... Yeah, and probably they're going to be uh, a, a concerted effort uh, from all these... Uh, their friends to all make the world look like, you know, the, the guns are causing everything to happen in the world, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and who knows, there might even be a <clears throat> shooting someplace. Um, uh, like yeah. they magically appear sometimes. And then mm -hmm. I don't want to speak a conspiratorialist, but you know, the shooter appears, the shooter does the stuff. And all of a sudden you never hear another word about the shooter mm -hmm. and that's an investigation or anything, you know, Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, to me, the one that, that bothered me the most, and it, mm -hmm. it was the worst timing, was they were going to vote on the, I think it was called the Sportsman's Protection Act or something. It was the it was when Representative Scalise and the baseball shooter, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they were going to vote on it that day, and the Hearing Protection Act to mm -hmm. take silencers off the NFA was on that vote. And as soon as that happened, poof, gone. It's like, boy, that was some timing, mm -hmm. you know. Right. Yeah, that'll get saying, you. I'm not a conspiracy guy, but that, oh. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. Well, that, I'm with you. That uh, that event that went on. Remember down in Miami, the dude that was sending the the bombs or whatever to different uh, uh, political all Democrats. Remember, it was all Democrats. Mm -hmm. And what happened to that guy? It's like, what happened to that whole thing? It's just like gone. You know, mm -hmm. like, you know, whatever. We live in weird times. Yeah, you know, and I don't know what's going to fix it. It might be, yeah. But so not, I mean. I try not to panic people either, and I and I try to look at history and I look at the realities of the political makeups of everything right now. And I know that there's a lot of talk. I know there's a lot of people that are trying to fundraise pro Second Amendment groups off mm -hmm. of hysteria, and I totally get it. I, I donate to Second Amendment groups. I think everyone mm -hmm. should. You know, mm -hmm. whoever you want to support is. Mm -hmm. But I really don't look at things like assault weapons bans or magazine capacity limits having any chance. Right? I know they. I know the anti-gunners control both chambers. They haven't blown out the filibuster. They're not going to. And there's so many Democrats that in both the Senate and the House that are like, they're coming from red districts or purple. They go, we cannot have this vote on my record. And it's, not with it's midterms. Come, that's all these guys live for is election. Yeah. So not with midterms coming up. But we probably will get some executive orders. But guess what? Uh, we don't have to comply with any stupid um, anti-Second Amendment laws, man. We don't have to comply with that. You know? Yeah, but the executive orders cannot create law. They can only yeah. reinterpret law yeah. and, and bureaucracy. So, like, the executive orders, if they, with as many as Joe Biden's already signed, I think that if he was going to do something on guns, he already would have by now. And the ones that they're going to, uh, or the ones that he may sign, are going to be things that will probably deal more with FFLs. You know, tell the ATF, do more inspections, do this, yeah, don't let this fall through the cracks. It's not going to affect, I think, the average or typical gun owner. Not unless they want to push it into getting a, in front of the Supreme Court. Now, I don't think there's a – it's iffy, right, if the Supreme Court's going to take up anything Second Amendment. But I don't know, man. I don't have a lot of confidence with them in it. But yes. As long as I, Roberts is in charge, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, I don't have a lot of confidence with, with Roberts. I mean Roberts is the one person who dissented against this case with the kid that was going to college. And they, they – uh, remember – there was a recent case – where this kid was going to college and they somehow denied him his uh, freedom of religion or something like that. Um, you know, and then it recently came up and Roberts was like, oh, this is an old case. The kid's not even in college anymore. Well, 
What are you supposed to do if it can't get in front of the Supreme Court when you're in college? <laughs> right? Well, that's like well, see, that's what happened with the uh, New York was a New York Pistol and Rifle Association yeah. versus the City of New York. They they right. changed the law, and then and then the whole case is considered moot. Mm -hmm. But yet they need to rule on the merits because what's going to stop another city mm -hmm. or New York's from just reversing their decision again and going mm -hmm. back to, to the way it was? Right. And I don't like the thing about the Roberts Court that I'm not a big fan of is the fact that they just kind of kick the can down the road. They don't want to be. The court that's known for being radical or, or addressing these issues, they just mm. want to keep everything kind of in the lane. And uh, even, uh, and, I, and it's just like with the election. I can, I, I'm a big boy. I can, I'm okay if my guy loses an election. I, I can handle it. We're gonna keep fighting. We're gonna keep moving on. But at least when it comes to the courts, rule on it. It's okay. Well, not okay, but I mean, I prefer you to rule in my favor. But make a ruling instead of just we're not gonna hear it. We're not. We're going to deny cert. We're not gonna elevate it. Make a decision because all these people for so long are just fighting lawsuits at the circuit level, the district level. Just make a decision. Do something. I don't mm -hmm. know. I, I just don't like how they're just, they're just silent on so many things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Walt. Uh, they, somebody, they got to Roberts a long time ago. So I'll just yeah, leave it Yeah, there's at that. some kind of evidence out there. There's some kind <laughs> yeah, of evidence. They got to, they got to him on something, and they got him right where they want him, and yeah, and he's not going to do anything. So right, um, and I don't want to be a conspiratorialist either, but it's, uh, yeah. I mean, we we live in really weird times, you know. I mean, you can uh, you can commit treason and get away with it if you're a Democrat. So, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. basically, um, yeah. But hey, it, but see, all of that makes it, I think, dangerous for the companies, right? Because the companies yeah, are the ones who could get no, hit by all these things the we're most. We're just going to do some stuff on the FFLs, yeah. So if you forget to leave a little, cross out a little check mark, they can try to take your license away. It's mm -hmm. like it's bullshit. I'm an FFL, so you know, when they come in and they say, oh, you didn't check that box. Uh -huh. I sat and just spent two days doing paperwork on stuff, getting caught up on things. But, you know, and looking at things like that, flipping through it. I'm to the point now where it's like if they say that to me ever again, I'm going to tell them that F themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> I mean, because I've, I've, uh, it, sometimes it's so nitpicky, and you know, it's like, you know, and these people that come and inspect you or nothing, but mm -hmm. they know nothing about firearms. Okay, nothing, and nothing. They know how to cross the I's and dot the T's, mm -hmm. and you know, but when it comes to any kind of question about firearms, they have to call somebody and ask somebody and get a thing, you know, and it's yeah. like. But that I'm makes so tired, that makes know. folks like yourself that actually manufacture these guns the most susceptible. To what these guys do. So this bullshit. Yeah, because yeah. because I mean, the average citizen can refuse to comply with things, but but you as a gun company, they could come in here, you know, um, they could come yeah, in I mean, there with the all, guns you know, blazing and 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 lock you up and take uh, stuff away and put you in court and do whatever, all kinds of craziness to, yeah. as we see. Yeah. Yeah. So for real petty, real petty stuff. Yeah. Um, and this um, is why I think like and, it does, um, like right now, why would companies now? Granted, as I said, if you've already invested, um, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars, uh, boo, it's right here. Right. That's the, sorry, you got it, the light you got to touch. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I'm trying to get Lola to put on some lights here for me. Yeah, so the thing is, is if you've already invested, it's, it's dead. It's not, it's not working. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I try, I try to text you, woman. You just texted me. Just yeah, I, I told you all of this stuff in there, so I didn't have to say it. You got to read the text. Anyway, so <laughs> where was I? 
Yeah, if you if you already invested money, then I could understand why, um, you know, these like you would still put something out. But if you're in the process, okay, now you're shaking the camera. Sorry. Seriously. Okay. It's fine. It's yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it made it. I think it's all worse here now. Let me see if I can get my camera to be. Yeah, my camera's just tripping, so that's what's going on. Yeah, it's just going through. It's like having some kind of uh, spaz attack. If if you're in the process, right, and you're about to drop another million or two million on development of a gun, it's like, why? I would shelve that right now. I would shelve it. I would not drop that million. I would produce the guns that are already out there that people are buying, and I wouldn't right. keep investing necessarily in that thing unless I had to. Sorry, go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, if you're if you're on the cusp of releasing it, great, do it. Yeah. But, you know, like there's some things we were working on that aren't nearly anywhere near ready to be read. And uh, I'm just we're, we've just been busy making the things we've been making. Um, yeah. So yeah. and I and as fast as we make them, we sell them. So, yeah, yeah, keep absolutely. making those things and sell them, you know, and then when things things will eventually slow down somehow or another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow or another, it'll slow down. Right. I mean, I might pick up for being mini bikes, but um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. So eventually, then we'll get caught up with the new projects and things like that. So yeah, exactly. Um, Shout out to Ava Flanell. Flanell, I see Ava out there. Shout out to her. And uh, there's definitely. even there's even stuff other stuff that we haven't even worked on that I want to make, but I'm not going to do it when it's crazy when it's when it's like it is right now. So yeah. yeah. So, and then I know someone says, uh, by the way, Johnny Boy 762 shouted you out. There's a lot of folks coming in shouting you out, Jason. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Got his, got his crew uh, in here. Diesel yeah. T. Hit, yeah. the, hit the likes button, you crew members. Come on, hit the likes button. Come yeah, on. all the folks. Uh, by the way, everyone out there, smash the thumbs ups right now. We've got over 100 people watching us live. If half those people smash the thumbs ups, we can get to 100, which will help us all. Uh, and Diesel TV says, LMAO, I love lives. <laughs> everything goes, do you, when you're going live, Jason, does everything go wrong when you're live? <laughs> no, I'm actually pretty lucky. Uh, I oh, just, okay. Uh, yeah, I, everything seems seems to go good. The thing about my chats that I have trouble with is just keeping up with the chat. I, okay. People come oh. in and ask me uh, questions yeah. about guns or mm -hmm. what my thoughts are on this. And I start mm -hmm. just, just going through it. And, I, and then people get mad at me. It's like, well, you missed my question. I, when, the, when the chat's going by so fast and I'm talking to, I don't know, it's yeah, it's going back to, it's to, to gun two yeah. people being a little whiny at times. No, well, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get people when I see it. I'm trying to at least throw things up there or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's you know. It, it, listen. Some some people only throw up the people who give them money. We we welcome yeah. and enjoy and thank you for the money, right? But you know, I try to throw everyone's things up yeah. there, especially the folks who are coming through here, man, to support you. Um, and then yeah. we hope that that some of these folks in here become uh, new fans of yours if they don't already know about you. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sure I, so. What I really enjoy about gun people is a lot of the gun people don't know what kind of gun they own. So, for example, MP5, right? MP5, mm -hmm. HK MP5. Mm -hmm. uh, they'll order a stock for an MP5. Mm -hmm. And when they get it, they find out it's not the stock for their their MP5 because right, they have right. an MP they have an MP5K or they have an MP5K and they order a regular MP5 stock <laughs> and it's like and they have no clue. Well, uh -huh. how many pins does it have in the back? You ask them. Is it one pin or two? Uh, uh, I'm 
not looking at know. the pins, Walter? Uh, I don't know. Why am I, look, I, why am I looking? I don't buy an MP5 to look at the pins, damn it. <laughs> I do. Oh. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm a nerd. Uh, I, th- but, I, I know, feel it, like it, I'm a like nerd, but I'll look at the pins when Walter says, uh, how many pins are back there? Well, you're, oh, wait like, a second. You're, there's you're, pins? You guys are talking Walters, the, the modern new Walters, mm-hmm. and you're rattling PP this and PP that and PP on me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know any of those peepees. I really mm-hmm. don't. I mean, I, oh, well. I know I, because it's because it's an ever changing thing. Once mm-hmm. again, is there a 17 and 18 a 22, a Glock 17 through with an R with a thing with a with a rusty grip? And, you know, it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so that's what I mean. It. it can get really confusing to some folks, especially newbies that never even yeah. they never touched a gun, much alone again. Yeah. Know what guns look sim- guns look simple to, to, to some folks out there. But guess what? They're really complicated, and if it comes down to, to like, oh, which version do you have? How many pins are in there? How many, you know? <laughs> yeah, you it... have a you have a one pin Glock, you have a two pin Glock, yeah. you have a you yeah. Know, does it have like... finger grooves? Are there, you know, uh, Jason was talking about the fish scales on the <laughs> yeah. side. Yeah, you, mean... you blew me right there. I know the fish scales. <laughs> I mean, I know the fish scales. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in fact, um, two instances today that you guys were talking about. Um, I actually uh, had a little ammo exchange with a, with a friend of mine who's also a subscriber. Mm-hmm. He had bought 762 by 39 but he really should have bought 762 by 51 and he, and he contacted me. I got, I got all this ammo. Will you, will you trade me? I'm like, yeah, I, I will. But he just saw 762, you know, and it happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then someone else asked me about a vertical foregrip actually just before the podcast tonight. And I said, well, what rail do you have on your AR? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that comes on it. <laughs> you, you gotta be more. Is it M Lock Key Mod Quad Rail? I'll have to go look it up. Rail. Yeah. 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 <laughs> gotta help me here. Mm-hmm. You know. But 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 the thing about what I try to do and communicate with people is to never seem condescending. I always mm-hmm. try to be as welcoming as possible and try to educate them in mm-hmm. a kind way. And I guess that's just me as an educator, um, teaching kids how to play music, and they have no concept of you know advanced musical skills. So I, I, I'm always patient, and I don't. I never talk down to them. I'm always trying to lift them up. I try to do the same thing when it comes to me talking to gun owners, especially people that are just getting into the firearms community, because they're the ones that could take, that could turn the tide politically if they start voting the right way. Mm. Yeah, Walter, on the other hand, is condescending in the moment. <laughs> Walter's that dude. Here, here, no, just here, wait, here's another thing: an older person buys a. Uh, a, a Beretta a shotgun knock clone, mm-hmm. and he brings it back in the shop, and he's like, "It is all wonky. Way it parts are jammed up weird, and everything else." Because he was trying to take it apart or something. And to be honest with you, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a Beretta shotgun person, but we figured it out. We got it all squared away, and he he did something weird to make it like it was. Mm-hmm. And um, and the instructions really sucked because it was like this was a copy made in Turkey, and they weren't that they. Or maybe even China. I can't remember. The instructions, the instructions were really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I learned as I, I. It was a learning thing for me too. While I was trying to learn him how to how to fix it too, and and uh, we got it squared away. And I wasn't. Uh, you know, people say, "Well, I didn't do anything to it," and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, "Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> you did do mm-hmm. something to it." You know, I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. but we figured it out, and everybody went away happy, and he was he was a uh, happy as. You know, Lark that I got it squared away for him. So yeah. Um, so so that's well, Walter. So Walter, your gripe about so let's say you, that's your gripe about gun people, right? They don't know what they have. You feel like they need to be a little bit more educated. Well, on what they have. You got this thing. You got this. You know, everybody sits and plays with this thing all day long. 
This uh-huh. thing here can show you how to fix any gun. Uh-huh. All you got to get it go on YouTube, and if it'll show you how to put that bread together, show you how to put your latest Glock together, the the latest one, the worst one, the best one. It's all right here, and I've done it. You know, I'm like, yeah. how the hell but, does this go together? But, but Walter, okay, as Jason is saying, though, you know, this is your chance to be an ambassador. I mean, some human people, beings some... like talking to other human beings. I, I, I do that when I get a chance, but you, there is a time when you have to put somebody, when they've done something really dumb and they continue to do things dumb, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> you can only you can only coddle the dumb so long, and then you have to say, whoa, stop talking. Like, right. I have people telling me how what's going on, and they're just, they won't shut up. You know how it okay. is. Like, well, I did this and I this, and on the phone, it's like, stop talking. Just give me a second, and I can fix this in a couple. Jason's words. just looking one, at you like, oh, one par, one no, but you know, <laughs> one paragraph, and I can tell you what you did wrong. Right. And then I tell him, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, well, as as a mentor of mine once said, you can tell somebody something a million times, but until they're ready to hear it, it's mm-hmm. not going to sink in. And that's why you have to be patient. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and eventually you tell them to just stop talking. I mean, that's valid. My father's like that sometimes. He's telling me something going on and on. I said, Dad, stop talking for a second. Let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> and as soon as you do that, everybody's on the same page. You know, right. it's like, uh, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you can't do that with somebody who's all frazzled. You know, you got to let yeah. them, sometimes you got to let them spew their guts out for a while. And then you tell them to stop. You have talking. to be a little bit of a therapist. A li- okay, so listen, let's find out from Jason what his gripe or his pet peeve about gun people would be since we're on this subject. Go ahead. Get, hit us with it. My gripe. Oh man. Well, I, the, well, I have a couple, I, I shouldn't say it's gripes. I just mm-hmm. have small things. I am just amazed how we're all in this together. And I try to you know, in fact, I have this um, segment that I do every Sunday. It's the mm-hmm. Texas gun vault question of the week where I ask something about, I don't know, like it could be politics, it could be certain guns, how mm-hmm. what, what and this week's is what got you into firearms or what kind of gun owner are you? Are you a hunter, are you a collector, or do you do it for practical shooting, do you do it for personal protection and and whatever? And it frustrates me when people don't realize we're all in this together. Like somebody can just be in it for hunting. I just want to go out and hunt birds and, and hogs. I don't care about ARs, I don't care about handguns. All I want is that. But they're they're fine throwing Everybody else under the bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you don't need those magazines. You don't need that. I, I can't believe anyone needs to have. And then conversely, I have people that are all into the the the, the games. You know, they're all competitive shooters, mm-hmm. and they look at us collectors. They go, "How in the world can you have a HKP7 M13 that you don't shoot?" Well, <laughs> it's because I like to get out of the safe and fondle it. That's just how I like to go. Mm-hmm. And so they can be real mean to each other. And I don't understand why <laughs> different people in the firearms community, just we just can't see, okay, we might be into it for different reasons, but we're all in it together. You know, mm-hmm. see, what did Benjamin Franklin say? We have to hang together or we're all going to hang separately. Mm-hmm. You know, and I kind of look at that and that's my frustration. And I don't also don't under, understand why people will come on my channel and just be mean to be mean. People will say, oh, you're fat, or you stutter. I, I, I know that. Thanks for, you know, whatever it is. It's like, why would you come to my channel? And then, in fact, I have a couple of trolls. I'm sure you have a, you know, trolls, right. too. That just we come co- on we probably have the same trolls in some yeah. cases. So, yeah. You know, and, and, and I could put up a video of 
taking puppies to go see kids in a hospital, and I'm going to get this. It's one person. He logs on with five accounts within the first five minutes of every video that I put five thumbs down. I know it's the same, I know it's the same person. But that's, but that's all good, though. Yeah, it's still interaction. It's still interaction <laughs> right, after yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. So just it's say, a, hey, man, have a nice day. I, I know. <laughs> I, I, I tell him that. I, I don't care. You yeah, know, but yeah, it's just yeah, funny. It's like, wh- it, why do you there's do that, that? That happened it's, it's to me. It's that power. They have that. They have that power. They don't have. They right. can't do that. They can't walk up to you and do that. Right. They won't walk up to you and do that. Well, you know. So, so this is their way of of being. You know, Mister Big. You know. I mean, that's yeah. It's like the person, and and in the to relate it to the gun world, there's some people that get mad about your gun handling. But they're looking at a flat 2D screen and they don't know three-dimensionally what you're doing when you're making videos. So now, and one of the things is when, when we're making videos, we're taking risks. That's a risk in itself. When A lot of movies these days don't even use real guns, right? And the, and the firing that you see is all CG'd in and stuff like that. Or if they do have... Um, if they do have guns, they have airsoft and they CG it in, or they have guns that shoot blanks, all that, those are still dangerous. Um, but we're using real live ammo and all that kind of stuff, but there's still an inherent risk, which we're, which we're all taking, but because we know we're taking that risk, we try to follow safety things. It's very flat on the, when it comes out for people to see like exactly whether or not someone's getting muzzled, but people just always get crazy about that. Well, so on the flip side of what I do on Stranger Palooza, where we talk about car stuff, um, and this past weekend I was doing some, uh, I was out at the Ocala RV show and doing RV things. Um, there's people like, oh, you interviewed this person, you had no mask on, and you shook their hands, and I was like, and I apl- I applaud you, <laughs> and I, but, but I'm like, like we're consult we're consenting adults. Hello, adults. Every. If if that other person wanted to have a mask on, they'd have a mask on, right? Yeah, and we're also not even breaking rules here in Florida. If you're outdoors, you don't have to necessarily wear a mask. Um, in these events that that um, that that do have some rules, like indoor things, they want you to put a mask on. If I went indoors, I put a mask on. But if we're consenting adults outdoors, you know, and we we're meeting and talking to each other, you're not gonna get COVID over the airways because we're not wearing a mask or we're shaking each other's hands. Yeah, I'm a big fan of consenting adults doing what consenting adults can legally do. That's fine yeah, with me. It's, you know, it's the libertarian in me. Right, and I think it's the same thing with the safety stuff. Now, obviously, I don't want to hurt anyone. No one wants to get hurt. We don't want well, to do yeah. that. Um, and sometimes we people make mistakes and all that kind of stuff. And I believe, like, hey, you know, if 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 this is really important, I remember one time I was doing a video with Mister Guns and Gear, and we were doing something, and for whatever reason, he turned around and I had a gun in my hand, but he took the muzzle and put it down. People had different ideas about that. They were like, oh, that's real dangerous what you did, and then they're like, oh, that's very rude of him to put your thing down. <laughs> <laughs> at the at the end of the day, this is a guy who trains, you know, who who was in the military, trains people all the time and all that. What he did was instinctive and it never hurt my feelings. Right? I feel like he did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. You know. Lola, are you singing? Lola? Yes. Are you singing? Maybe. I'm gonna kick you out of the van if you're actually gonna sing while I'm doing this thing. <laughs> Please, I can hear you singing over here. So, 
Yeah, so I don't know what the I, hell. I know exactly what you're saying because I'll occasionally get get people because when I film my videos, I do my like range reports or if I have a gun, I do, I have no live ammunition in the garage. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. me and the gun, and normally I will have just cleaned it. So I mm-hmm. I mean I know it is there's no I don't I just don't have ammunition out there mm-hmm. when I'm handling it. And sometimes I'll just the handling it, I'll show the gun. I might point the muzzle at the camera, and I've had people get on my case and go, "How dare you? That's that's horrible gun handling." I'm like. I'm in a garage by myself pointing the gun at an inanimate object or if it's yeah. just kind of sweeps past. Like I'm no one's here. Like there's no one behind the camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And, and, and I, I don't understand that. I understand that people want to make sure, and I guess it makes them feel good. Like, Oh, I'm showing people safety and I'm all about safety. I'm a hundred percent about safety, you know, right. safe gun handling. And I teach you know people how to handle guns and respect them and all that. But when I'm in the garage filming my videos, it's just me. Yeah. And so if I sweep the camera, that's not bad gun handling because I'm not thinking, oh, there's a person there. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, it's an inanimate object. But yeah. they still get on my you case. Know, you know what's be, uh, in front of that muzzle, but there's mm-hmm. people who like, you just muzzled me, bro. And I'm looking at this on YouTube and you just muzzled oh, me. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know, it's the same thing. When people feel they have to correct you and everything, it's the same people mm-hmm. that say you have to wear a mask all the time. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're endangering them. You know, and it's like endangering you. Yeah. You know, come on. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. So let me, can I get, can, let me hit you guys up with my pet peeve just to bring this full circle here. Um, I mean, I know that, that was like a little one there, but my, my official one is this. There's a lot of stuff I could deal with in the gun world. And, and as a matter of fact, I think the gun world is pretty awesome. You know, for the most part, everyone's friendly. People always want to share their guns with you, and people always want to help each other. Uh, Sharing is caring. Yeah, we talk about people, but I, but on the, in the comments, lots of people share their experience, or like if they see something or I did something wrong and I didn't even notice it, even though I'm editing that video, they say, hey, did you notice you were doing this? There's lots of great folks out there, I think, in the gun world. But that being said, there's some freaking the gun snobs. Those are the people that drive me, that, like, the guy who wants to tell you that you have a Glock and Glock is for the pores, you know, <laughs> because he's got some kind of SIG or whatever, or... He's got you know, a cabinet. He's got yeah. a cabinet. <laughs> I, I don't even see, I don't even see, the, can I tell you something? I don't see the Cabot guys acting, I don't see the guys that have really expensive handguns ha- acting like that. I think it's like how Jason said that. a Glock is around four or 500 bucks, maybe 600 bucks, you know, then there's someone who's going to get um, like some kind of SIG that's 900 bucks or just a couple of hundred bucks more. And then I remember one time at which this weekend, I'm going to go do videos with Sam Andrews that makes leather holsters, Andrews custom leather. And one time I went out there and a guy came to pick up his holsters and he was doing he he was just finishing making a leather holster for me, and the guy was like, "Oh, what gun is that holster for?" And he was like, "Oh, it's for a Glock, for a Glock 19." The guy said, "What? Glock 19? Oh, That's for the pores." <laughs> yeah, oh, there we go. Okay. He came over and was wondering what was uh, going on. Oh, look at that! So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's going on? All right. Yeah. So that's awesome. So yeah, you know, this guy was like, "Ah." Oh, that's sacrilege. Why would you even bother making a leather holster for a Glock 19? I was like, okay, you know what, guy? Seriously, this gun is going to shoot you the same way as your SIG yeah. or whatever you think is more awesome. I so I, I try not to. I try not to. When we we have you know, do people do a transfers coming to the shop, 
you know, we had a Cabot come through the shop the other day. Matter of fact, come think of it. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had 10, 12, $15,000 shotguns come through the shop, stuff mm -hmm. like that. People buying them, selling them. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, if, if, if you want to have the $10,000 shotgun and just hold it and look at it and look at it in the thing, that's your world. Mm -hmm. Hey, go for it. You know I mean? If you want to have the, 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 the cheap inexpensive shotgun and that's your thing and you're so happy to mm -hmm. get it. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. Yeah, good, I'm not going to judge. If someone has, I saw someone saying earlier that he was talking to some people who said that they had Glocks and when they showed up, it was high points. Okay, I understand that. <laughs> they showed up with Glock 40s, you know, and they oh, were high. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is like, I am not going to judge a person if they, I have a, a high point. I want to own as I want to own all the guns in the world if I could possibly do it, right? So why am I going to judge someone because of the cost of their gun? You know, I mean, it's well. one of my channel mottos is the Second Amendment is for everybody. Mm -hmm. And so if somebody, because of their situation, socioeconomic status, if a high point's all they can get or mm -hmm. even, you know, I, I've reviewed a um, was it the, the Raven Arms. What is it like the 20? What is the 25? Yeah, yeah. It's a little I mean, horrible <laughs> gun. Uh -huh. But if that's all that somebody can get at that moment and that's all, then more power to them. It got you in the game. Is, yeah, it got you in the game more. And when they're ready, yeah. they might be able to upgrade. Yeah. I'm not going to look down upon them. If that's all they have, the Second Amendment is for everyone. Yep, yep. If you yeah, if I mean, you have to use a blunderbuss, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hey, I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, black take black powder, whatever. You know, it's all good, man. Um, yeah. I mean, I I get it. Like I see people, there's people that just don't like Glocks. Okay, it's not for you. That's fine. I mean, hey. You know, people you know don't what? like this I'll, gun or that gun. I'll take your Glock. I'll take your Walther. I'll take your CZ. I'll take your High Point. I'm, I'm an equal opportunity gun owner. You know, I'll, I'll take them all. You know, I, if yeah. you want to give me that Raven, I'll take that Raven. Yeah. I'll play with it. I'll shoot it just for hell. You know, I don't care. I might not buy it, but I'll take it. No, I'm not going to go out and hunt one yeah. down. I had Is that the company that used to be Jimenez or no? That's yeah. A different. yeah. It's, oh, all okay. the same. Yeah. it's all the same company. Yeah. yeah. I, I have one somebody gave me that wasn't working. And um, I needed a barrel, basically. Isn't that every so I... one of them that's not working? <laughs> oh, well, uh, this is really bad. This is really bad. Mm -hmm. So I kind of made a barrel for it, and I was mm -hmm. playing with it. I was going to put a make it put a suppressor on and everything, just just have like a ghetto uh, ghetto suppressed twenty two or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But a small suppressed twenty two. Have you guys seen the new Beretta? Uh, was it the twenty two A Covert? You guys know like like the twenty two the, the little uh, tiny Beretta. Yeah, I don't know. They have. Let me see. They have I, a covert. I, I just got one and I did an unboxing video and it's it's, it's in the flat dark earth. It looks like the M nine A three, and I and I already ordered through one of my SOT friends a uh, Bowers Biddy a tiny like like little tiny twenty two suppressor. It is the coolest little twenty two. That's uh. That they used to they call used to call it the Bobcat or whatever. Yeah, one the Bobcat. They, yeah, the, yeah, the they've Bobcat. been making it forever. Yeah, yeah, but now they have it factory threaded barrel. So when you oh, said like oh. a little threaded barrel, I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gotta pick one up. I'm trying to load it up here and see if we can show the folks what we're talking well, about. Well, what's what's old is new again. So that's been around for as long as I've been doing guns, and I started doing. Well, oh, my, that's cool. Yeah, it comes threaded. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So you just you you back in the old days. You had to buy that barrel and put it in. Yeah, so yeah. now you don't have to. Yeah, now you don't have to spend that extra money to get it threaded. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That, that was the model that I think replaced. See, that's the double action model that replaced the single action 950 BS. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in yeah. 25, 22. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which yeah. is also a great gun. If you, if anybody wants to get a little tiny small vest pocket, I mean, I know 25 and 22 is not a, a good oh. self-defense round, but they are, those no. things are such high quality. If that's what you have on you and you have to uh, uh, defend yourself with it, nobody wants to get shot by a 22. Back in the old days, uh, you know, it used to be the statistics where more people were killed with 22s and 25s than any other calibers. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you get shot three or four times or five times and you bleed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you might not die immediately. You might run off, but they end up bleeding out someplace. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Len Holt says this, and I'm going to let you guys comment on this since we were talking about so much about Glocks. Uh, he says, I agree with Mac. The Glock 19 is obsolete. Okay. Who wants to take this? Who wants to take? And Mac has a video. You guys might not have seen it where he's talking about the Glock 19 being uh, obsolete. I did see the video. I don't know. Walter or Jason, have you guys seen that? I haven't that? seen it. Okay. Well, it, I haven't seen that specific video. And maybe it's because I made a video about the 26, which I was just one of my it's, – it's in my carry rotation. And I said in the video, it's an obsolete gun with a gun like a, like, like like the Sig P365. Mm-hmm. It's it's an obsolete gun, and so many people rag on me about. It. I said, listen, I still carry it, I own it, I, I think it's a great shooter, but compared to other offerings, it's obsolete. So I, I have to check out that video. Are you saying Mac here. bit your style? Are you saying Mac copied off well, of you? And, he no, actually stole one of my thumbnails. <laughs> I, I, I have a, a, if you go through my channel, and go back back far enough, you uh-huh. can see kind of the transition from when I used to just film on my cell phone mm-hmm. to where I now have a nice camera, mm-hmm. which was given to me by one of my subscribers. Mm-hmm. Um, where I made a thumb or a, a video on my special weapons five, mm-hmm. which is the uh, when I first wanted to get an MP5. This is back before all these other imports are now. I bought this. Now as I know it's a junky uh, MP5 clone. Mm-hmm. I made a, a video about it. He actually stole my thumbnail and put it in one of his latest <laughs> videos about like the worst, the worst guns of what. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Yeah, no, that's cool. I was, I was fine. I, was, I thought it was Yeah, cool. that's cool. Yeah. He always bites my stock because I'm just so sexy. You know, I mean, <laughs> I get it. You know, it's, you know. Yeah. You got to look at the awesomeness. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, so what do you guys think about this? Do you think the Glock 19 is obsolete? Without either one of you having watched it, what do you guys think? Is the Glock 19 obsolete? I have to hear his points, but I would say yeah. no. If a Glock 19 is obsolete, then all the Glocks are obsolete. So what he's saying because they all work the same way. I well, mean, what he's like saying, yeah. If you so this is me uh, recalling from looking at the video. So I don't. This is not exactly what Max said. He's not here to uh, put his points forward, but the video is out there for anyone who wants to see it. Basically, he said that the Glock 19 is obsolete because of the Glock 48. You know, and because of the what is it, the 43X. Because really, you know, you, you can get like a higher capacity magazine for the 43X. You can get a higher, capa- you know, you can, you, there's the 48. So it's like thinner, but, you know, you still have a, a reasonable amount of rounds in the magazine. So therefore, they're better than the Glock 19. So I don't think he's saying obsolete in terms of if you pick up a Glock 19 and it's loaded and chambered and everything, it's not going to work. It's going to go, hold on a second. 
He's the not operating saying from a technological system. standpoint. He's no. saying from a, a form and function they, Yeah, he's saying that Glock hasn't advanced. They're still selling that gun, but they've put out other guns that are actually better than it. And then I think he goes on to show other companies' offerings out there that are better than the Glock. And so I think what he's saying is that at one time, like when I got into the gun world about eight years ago, eight, nine years ago, the Glock 19 was the gun to beat, right? Right or wrong? Wasn't that like? I think it still is. And in fact, that's the gun that I tell people that are just going to buy their first gun. That is, the, I think, it, to me, it's my it's my baseline. And a lot of mm-hmm. times when I review guns, I use that the Glock 19 as the baseline. Everyone knows its size. Everyone knows its capabilities. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows what it feels like. It's rec- it's just such a ubiquitous gun. Um, and I I have to say, when it, I understand what people say about capacity with the Glock 19 and maybe the Glock 48 and all mm-hmm. that. But but to me, I think you also have to take into consideration. It's not always about thickness. That's what she said, you know. But but it's it's it, the Glock 19 is going to feel better in my hand than mm-hmm. a Glock 48. Sometimes I'll tell you the one of the worst guns I ever shot. I thought I would love is the Sig P938. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be awesome, and then I realized putting a nine millimeter in such a thin small gun sucked. Like ouch. A lot of recoil in the hands. Yeah. Yeah. And and so to me, we start getting those smaller Glocks. They're great for concealed carry, but if I was going to be maybe a you know a police officer, which I'm not, you know, I would I would think I kind of want that heftier gun. I don't know the Glock 19. Yeah. Just there's only a few so sick handguns that I even like. I the P365 I think is a good gun. I and we have one. Lola carries that more than I do, and I don't think I ever carry it. It's a good gun, but it's too small for my hands. I think it was designed for um, either people with little tiny ba- men with little tiny baby hands or women and that's what a lot of a lot of modern guns they're designing it for women now so it doesn't really fit my particular thing um but i'm not trying to say that sig doesn't have some cool offerings out there i think the p320s with the chassis i like those i had the 250s in the past and those sucked uh when it came to the trigger and stuff like that um I don't know. The, the the premise, so if you want to say that the Glock 19 is no longer a usable gun, I think it's a pretty good usable gun. But yes, I think I would kind of agree with him in what he's saying. Like, my Glock 43 has kind of replaced my Glock 19 on my hip. Or even the 26, as you said, Jason. I have not even, since the, the 43 came out, I have a Glock 19 on me always close by. Right, and and I have a forty three on my hip. I don't even use my twenty six anymore. Well, I now have so many double stack bags that are all compatible. I don't know if I want to go to the single stack. I got to buy a whole bunch of new bags. Yeah. But I think, but but I think I have to look at it beyond just how for myself. I mean, and how I carry. I can carry a thicker gun just fine, and I like having the, the feel of, of a nineteen. I. I like to feel like I'm carrying something more substantial. Mm-hmm. Just just because something's ultra thin. Doesn't appeal to me. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I can carry it, and I and, and I'm not a big fan of one size fits all all guns. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes people think, well, the new thing, the, the new hotness comes out, everyone has to drop and get that. Mm-hmm. No, if if what you have works, then it works. I mean, and I'm I, and I'm not saying that what the military uses or what police departments use is a good metric for what you should use as a civilian for concealed carry. But mm-hmm. there's a reason why the SEALs have the Glock 19 as an option. I'm not saying that they all carry it. And not the Glock 48 or the 43. They're going to carry a 19. I think there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, what do you stuff, think? You can you can stuff a 30 round mag up in this thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's talk capacity. I mean, you know, I mean, 
all those ones that take the the seventeen style mags, you can stuff the ginormous mag in there, and you got all the capacity you want in the world. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that with the little slimline single stacks. You know, yeah, and one of the questions I always ask ask myself is, would the anti-gunners hate this gun? And the answer is, if it takes that Glock 19 bag, well, then yes, well, I'm buying it. Because uh, I, don't want, I don't want the 43, because it's going to carry, what, like seven rounds, I think? That's not enough. It's not going to piss off another enough anti-gunners. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they hated all your guns, so... Um, yeah. That's, yeah. Well. Um, I, I Look, I think... Uh, yeah, I think I get the point. Opinion. Yeah, I think I get the point that he was trying to make. Um, it's probably a little bit of a troll, and it's also a little bit true. <laughs> uh, but then again, Mac Mac totally trolled me when he um, did. Remember, he did a video about the uh, Gen Six, the G Six Glock, <laughs> and I looked at this video. I was like, okay, at some point. He's going to show me this G6. Never. <laughs> and he knew it. You could see he had like a, he had that smile on his face. All, and the whole way through, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But, you know, I mean, what is the, we, we talked about it earlier. What's the, what's the Gen 6 Glock going to be? Is it really going to be? It's going to probably. Texture. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know if it'll be that. Will it, what will it really be? I mean, and, and do we even really care? Probably not. It's well. It's it's one of my complaints. I started off as the Fort Worth Colt guy. That was my original channel name and mm-hmm. what my channel evolved from. Mm-hmm. So I've always loved loved Colts, but I've always been open to admitting that Colt sucks and that they have no innovation. And that's one of the reasons why they got into the financial situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. You can only make a 1911, an AR-15, and the single action army for so long. And while all the while all these other companies are innovating. Glock is kind of doing the same thing, and now that you have all these other companies that are making such high-quality, desirable polymer-framed guns, stealing their market until they're going to have to eventually innovate. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're going to have to to become relevant. Yeah. But, but you know, that's, yeah. So that's what their G6 is, or G7 will have to be. And I know everyone says, "Oh, I, I can't wait for the Glock." Carbine. No, they're not going to make a carbine. But they we're going to get a carbine one day. We'll get a carbine yeah. one day. Sack, how dare you, sir? We will know. <laughs> I know the carbine exists. I promise you, there's a Glock carbine in the safe somewhere in Germany. I don't think so. No. I think they, so. I think they, there they is. Know what I have it on good authority that there is a Glock carbine being developed, and it's probably been developed for years. They've probably been developing that thing for over ten years, but they won't. They won't put it out. They won't put it out. Well, there's one Glock that I want so bad, and I do not know why they will not bring it to the United States. Mm-hmm. It's the Glock 46. Do you know what that is? Uh, let me guess. Is this the one with the with the hammer, or what, what is it? Rotating barrel. Rotating barrel. Mm-hmm. They made it for a police, okay. uh, a German police contract, and okay. it's it's a really cool design. I would love to shoot that gun. And of course, from a collector standpoint, I would love to have a 25 or a 28. I know they're 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 unicorns in mm-hmm. in the collecting world because only you know a few police departments ever got them and then got released to the public. Uh, but that mm-hmm. G46 is is cool. Yes, yeah. that is innovative because it doesn't use the same locking mechanism. And, it, and to me, that's what Glock has to do. And that to me, that's the future of Glock is mm-hmm. to do stuff like that. But why they will not bring it to the United States, I don't know. Yeah, because it would be importation um, guidelines. Because it's a because it's a nineteen size. We're just not worthy. No suit for us. We're not worthy. Yeah, Flying Ridge says the Gen Six Glock will be a revolver. Yeah, polymer, 
revolver. And if Glock made it, they would sell a kajillion. <laughs> and <laughs> Tools and Targets says Mac is a master baiter. See, I said it there. If Mac, if you're listening, that was Tools and Targets. That wasn't me. You know, um, there you go. Uh, I thought it was funny. I laughed at that video. Um, and, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, they're not... If you think that um, Walther didn't ch wasn't like a drastic change between the uh, PPQ and the PDP, um, I think if Glock put out a Gen 6 Glock, it's not going to be anything fantastic. It's not. It's like, it's like a 9-11 or something, right? Where you're just going to get this little slight, little tiny, little tiny upgrade, you know, and you'll be happy for it. You know. All they're going to do is bring back that stupid half-moon cut on the front of the grip that they keep trying to push, and then everyone hates it, and then they take it away, and mm -hmm. then they bring it back and back again. I hate that half-moon cut. Mm -hmm. you, do you know what I'm talking about to help get that magazine out? Okay, yeah. I hate, I hate that. When, when, the, when the Gen 5s came out, I wanted, a, I wanted the uh, uh, 19, mm -hmm. speaking of the, the 19, and I, I held it, and that, it just rubbed on my pinky. I was like, I, I can't take it. Can't do it? Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Speaking of rotating barrels, the uh, Grand Power, one of the Grand Power pistols has a rotating barrel um, mm -hmm. that you can buy right now, I guess. There's I have so, one here. Right. There's, there's so many, like, I think that the game, I think Glock really um, probably, was. I think the Steyr was out first, right? The Steyr pistol. I think that <laughs> might have come out first, but Glock really, like, solidified this game and there were other people that were messing around with polymer stuff or whatever uh, I, I, it was the hk uh vp70 was the first was the first polymer okay so there you go uh there were other things out there but they really got it locked in and it's because they kept to simplicity right simplicity is genius um i have a ton of glocks out there um there's i, I don't know there might be a couple of people who don't have any glocks at all but most gun guys have some kind of Glock. My next door neighbor is a big gun guy, and he does, he hates Glock. He, mm -hmm. he says it's it's the grip angle, and he thinks that they just look like a big box Tupperware. And I and I totally get that, but mm -hmm. I actually shoot Glocks very consistently, and that's one of the reasons why I like them so much. I, I, I'm not saying they're the prettiest gun or the best made gun. Mm -hmm. I, I love mechanically how I think the well I think the Gen One was only made of 33 parts, which is genius. Mm -hmm. how to get a gun down to that few uh, parts but i know people that don't like glocks and, and for some reason once they get it into, into their head that glocks are bad or i don't like glocks they will not touch one again or their hand just, their hand was maimed by 1911 so now their hand cannot go into the proper shooting angle because of it because it's they've been forever altered that, that, that's like the, that's like <laughs> the folks that say well we can't change our service rifle from the ar from the m16 because of the you know the what do you call it? You know where the safety is. You know where the thing is. You know Manual where the thing bars. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the 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 memory, your muscle memory. That is the mm -hmm. biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you can pick, you unless you're a wee Todd, you can pick up an assault rifle. If you pick up an AR-15 or an AK, you can learn how it works pretty quick. Mm -hmm. HK-91, G3, same thing. Mm -hmm. That's just an excuse not to not to, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's, well, you mentioned Colt before. No innovation. Colt's problem was mm -hmm. they were, they were, they were hooked onto the government side for so long that they thought that would last forever. And it's, it's crazy that Colt that. never came out with a. They never came out with a polymer handgun. Yeah, actually, they did. They did. They did. Oh, they did. They did? Wait, yeah, hold on, I'm gonna have to look this a, up. All that though was a 
That was a warmed over 1911. It was, well, it was. well, no, well, it was not a hammer fired. It was striker fired. It was designed Wait, by uh, what was it? M what? The M2000 all. It was called the All American. I actually owned one. Uh, in a rotating barrel. It was the initial design was by oh. Eugene Stoner, and he worked in collaboration with Knight's Armament. And Colt bought that patent for that gun from Knight's Armament in return for Knight's Armament being able to get all those machine guns from Colt. Yeah. They like like they thought it was going to be the greatest thing ever. And and then they changed the design. They cheaped it out. Supposedly the original gun was pretty good that Stoner designed, and then Colt screwed it up. But, okay, yeah, and I'm looking at pictures of it now. Yeah. The, the, so the how many of these? Owner. How many of these are out there? I would I wouldn't mind owning one of these just for. They the... made twenty thousand of them, or about twenty to twenty-two thousand of them. And if memory, oh, they're horrible. The trigger is horrible. It's double what? action only. What are they worth? Uh, not worth that much. They're, they're, they're no. worth about six hundred to eight hundred, a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But look at the gun. It's it ugly. Is, it is fugly. Yeah, it's not ugly. It's fugly, and 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 and, and you could. You, so you it, it's it's so ugly you wouldn't even put a bag over it and shoot it, Walter. Is oh, I'd take one. I'd take okay, one. Okay. Okay. Once again, I'm an equal opportunity gun owner. Mm-hmm. It was but, part of my collection for a while because number one, I collect Colts, and number two, it was such a unique mechanical design. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when you handle one, you go, "This sucks." <laughs> and and people think that as soon as they see it they don't even have mm-hmm. to shoot it that thing's ugly i don't want that mm-hmm. yeah. and they didn't sell them <laughs> okay i mean they didn't sell them i remember when those were out i mean mm-hmm. you know i'm older than both you guys i remember when they were out and you know it's just like oh really so oh, but, but my question would be so they only put out one version they never put out different versions they didn't try to there make that was better. a there was a steel frame version that was very 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 rare and there was one that was like a they had wood grips and it was like a collector's edition I have seen both of those, but for, for but for the most part, they were all polymer that you'll probably see the pictures of. Okay, all right, cool. M. Gabriel is asking me a technical question. He says, "Hank, what software are you using that I can show closed captions on a live stream?" Um, I don't know what what will do that. So I'm using Ecam here, which could I could throw up what you guys are saying, but I don't know if this could do uh, closed captions necessarily. Uh, a lot of that comes on the Google side that they translate everything we're saying. And I don't know if you could see closed captions right now. Because if you can, then maybe Google is translating it in real time. Typically, afterwards, when it gets processed, they, they translate it. Um, or if we put up videos, and then you could see the closed caption. And they use that. This is the one thing about when you put up videos, the, the algorithm is actually listening to what you say in the beginning of the video. And it's using that to uh, to see what you're saying. Okay, LV Louis Cipher says I can see closed caption. Oh, that's how they're you know that's what they do. If you ever want to see something funny, but Mm. with that automatic uh, closed captioning, is watch YouTube try to figure out what Joe Biden is saying in some of his speeches when he just mumbles. It's hilarious. What 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 Joe Biden doesn't know what he's saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely not sticking to the script. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see what the closed caption tell us. No. Someone who's looking at the closed caption. I'm gonna do this right now. Mama say, mama say, mama goza. Mama say, mama say, What comes up? When... Yeah, tell us what comes up. What comes up, up when I when I can't, when I say fugly? What comes up? <laughs> it it probably has that. Yeah, I wasn't aware that while we were live, you could see that the closed captions. Um, uh, Kiaski says, yeah, closed captions are on now. Interesting. 
YNH says, I see it as well. Okay. All right. All right. Um, but a uh, lot smash of, the a thumbs lot up. Smash the thumbs ups, people. Yeah. Another thing uh, I think gun people do, or not gun people, and I don't want people use that term really because a lot of people that own firearms are not gun people. Mm-hmm. They're just people who bought a gun. Um, they will buy that gun because they like the way it looks. I mean, that gun looks. That look gun looks sexy. That gun looks like something that the military would use. That gun looks like a Glock. Nothing There's that. Will get, <laughs> nothing will get my wife to buy a gun more than if it's pink. So, so we were at a gun uh, show recently, and she saw a, okay. a pink AK, and she's mm-hmm. like, "I have to have that." <laughs> uh, um, I mean, sacrilege. Look, look sacrilege. how many people think. How many people that look at certain guns think they're Glocks, and they have no clue what the gun is, but they think it's a Glock. You know, that's a Glock. Yeah. Well, like, not only is it a Glock, term... it's a Glock 40. I like that. You ever... Well, that's <laughs> like, yeah. Video that's like engaged. Velcro. Yeah. It's the name The name of the brand has become synonymous with the type of gun, and I well, think that's what it is that's happening there. Probably. That's why there's things called design patents. Mm-hmm. You can't make a Glock. You can't make a gun that looks identical to a Glock, or you're going to get, you're going to talk to Glock's lawyers. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, that's why Smith & Wesson Sigma, remember the Sigma? Mm-hmm. The Sigma went down because first thing they knocked it off directly internally, from what I understand, mm-hmm. and it looked a little bit too much like a Glock, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and that's why the lawyers of Glock went after after Smith and Wesson. So, well, I tell people all the time that there's only a Colt AR-15. If you have a gun that's like an AR-15, it's an AR-15 style. It's not an AR-15 because only Colts can make AR-15s because they own the registered trademark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you say to that, Walt? Uh, they might own the AR-15. On, the, on AR-15, they do, but they tried that game on M4, they, and they yeah, lost that. Mm-hmm. They, they, they lost, lost that. that they lost that, but the AR-15 is owned by Colts, so only Colts can make an AR-15. Okay. Right. That's why every, other, that's why every other, other company has to brand it as, you know, whatever, like PSA-15 or whatever-15. Mm-hmm. They can't mm-hmm. say AR-15 because mm-hmm. it's an actual brand. Yeah. But they, but that doesn't stop them from like you, you Copy know. The design. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we, we have AR lowers in stock now for everybody listening. So yeah, Walt, I tried to go to your, I tried to go to your website earlier and it wasn't up. Oh, somebody told me the front page wasn't so, working or something. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, let me try to do it again and see if we could pull it up here. Um, I'll have to. I'm gonna to try to do it again here. Let's see if uh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing AR lowers. Uh, How are your lower receivers milled out? Do you have the uh, the uh, the legend there where it's you know, or do you have the one like some of those companies do where it's like an M16 profile? Um, I'm well, gonna sh- I'm gonna share the screen while I'm doing this. You guys go ahead and talk. So let's see. I'm gonna to try to go through. Here. Yeah. See, it says website coming soon. Stay tuned. Uh, what? I- I'm looking at it. Okay, maybe let's see if I can refresh it and get it to. Oh, there we go! Boom, AR lowers. So that was <laughs> no, from I, earlier. It was cached. So let's see if there's a picture of it. Um, the Sevis Passim is still out of stock. Stripped AR-15. Those are in stock. Soon, soon, soon. Sevis Passim. Okay, so if um, anyone's looking for one, what about Hank Strange ones? Are there Hank Strange ones available? Those are soon too. Those are coming yeah, too. Okay, there you go. All right, all right. Yeah. So Walter's got, got lowers. Uh, my favorite thing, one of my favorite gun things to collect is AR lowers. 
So if you guys are looking, get up on your Safety Harbor uh, firearms AR lowers. Okay, there's a picture on the site showing the in, inside the lower itself. So it's mm -hmm. got the standard kind of shelf you have in mm -hmm. most AR lowers. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. Yep, yep they're in stock. Yep, yep, yep. And there's more coming, so... Mm -hmm. including those Sivas Passum and the Hank Strange ones. Yeah, there's going to be some Hank Strange ones coming out there for anyone who's looking for some Hank Strange lowers, which when those come out, I'm going to um, give, I don't know how many Walters, how many are you making, do you know? I think I had, I remember, I think I had 20 of the Hank Strange ones, and I, the okay. Siva Passum ones, I, I probably had an equal amount. Okay. Um, I'm going to give we you, did some, go ahead. Oh, I'm getting corrected from the background here. What was that? By the way, this is from Richard Hughes sending me this picture of uh, 2020 was hell in a handbasket. That's the patch that's out there. So I think Peggy, I just heard Peggy saying that um, there's going to be 30 All right. of the Hank Strange ones out there. And something like that, yeah. Yeah, if you really want those, you need to keep checking on the Safety Harbor. What, do you, can you give people an idea when they're coming out? Uh, we have to finish the engraving. They've got to go to anodizing. So okay, um, hopefully that will happen here relatively soon. Yeah. Okay, hopefully. a week or so. You got to. You guys have to keep checking. And I'm gonna give Walter a bunch of patches that that. So whoever buys those is gonna get uh, is gonna get patches along with it. So there you go. Um, that's you know I'll let you guys know as soon as as those are actually available. Yeah. Um. So I'm guessing because you know what I texted Peggy, but by the way. Thank Peggy for making me a very nice um, happy birthday card. I don't know if yep, I have a picture is. of it. Um, oh, here we go. I think I could share it with the folks. That was the happy birthday card I got from Peggy, uh, which was very okay. nice. I like that. That was cool. Um, so, And then I'm guessing she doesn't want the, the pink flamingo uh, thing, so I'm just going to keep those then. Because I tried to ask her, and she didn't even answer. So I was like, oh, I guess no one... No one He's likes waiting that. waiting for an answer on the pillow. No one likes that except me. So it's fine. It's all right. My feelings, my feelings aren't hurt. Okay, I'll answer. Oh, she <laughs> said she'll text you back. On the yeah. But no, I can see it coming through right now. <laughs> no, Several letters no. coming in there. So that's so Richard weird. Richard asked if my lower taste Glock Megs. Boom. No. <laughs> I hate that question. Yeah. God, Does it take gosh. Glock Mags? Yeah. Oh, speak. Well, speaking of that, one of the things we're going to be making here pretty soon, and we designed it last year, was uh, for the street bog, um, making a, a lower for the street bog that takes Glock mags. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I get people all the time that want to buy two or three of them, so um, I got I got to get on that. That's one of the things we kind of mm -hmm. put on the back burner this last year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah, you got to get up on that, Walt. Get those uh, Glock, yeah. <laughs> make the Glock mag versions out there. Um, yeah. so let's see. So tell us some more stuff about the channel. What kind of cool stuff do you have coming up on Texas Gun Vault? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I, I, I usually have about 10 videos ahead or so. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I know I have a range report on the M18 commercial edition because I finally got my M18, my SIG M18 commemorative edition. So now I can shoot my commercial edition. So I have that coming out tomorrow. I do a gear re review on some uh, electronic hearing protection that I got. Mm -hmm. uh, I did a review on a, I actually I filmed it 
yesterday and today, Magpul D60. My thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just, and then I got like some goofy like other stuff that I get. You know, just having a channel of my size, I get people contacting me all the time about, hey, will you look at this flashlight? Yeah, okay, I'll, you know, whatever. If it's free gear, if it's, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of kind of what I have. And then every Friday, I do a, this, I, I call it This Week in Gun News, where I take articles or I, things that I think are interesting pertaining to the firearms culture, mainly politics, bills, um, potential stuff that could be happening, either, either, either good or bad, could be national, international, or state, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I talk about that every Sunday. I do a Texas Gun Vault question of the week. And then every Saturday is my live stream night. So I, I usually have like four unique videos a week. And then my gun news on Friday, question on Sunday, and then live stream on Saturday. Okay. What are you going to do when this all goes back to school, man? Uh, um, do you think we're ever going back to, to normal? People ever going back to school? Yeah, because people's memories are short. Okay. They, they really are. I mean, I mean, we're, we're, people are just going to get tired of it. I mean, things have, around here in Texas, things have pretty much gotten back to normal. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Everyone says, oh, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. And then scared. I drive around. The malls are packed. Mm-hmm. All the buildings. You know, if I, if I go down to Cabela's or Shields, or it's packed. Restaurants are packed. No one's scared. Yeah. No, everything's back. My everything's my brother, one of my brother-in-laws lives in Maryland, and Maryland, I think, is still in lockdown. And he says every weekend everybody's up in the clubs. Yeah. So. Well, okay. Maryland's run by. Very liberal <laughs> people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Texas yeah. will be one day, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah but um, <laughs> one or two election cycles from. Uh, yeah, hopefully yeah. not, man. We gotta, we have to uh, claw our way back up. You know, yeah, um, well, Texas, Florida, all these places are at risk. For, you gotta shut the uh, borders. Yeah, um, I hate to say it. Um, yeah, Vanessa Kitty says she's late getting in here tonight. Shout out to Vanessa Kitty. However late you are, smash the thumbs ups. I think we have a good chance of getting to a hundred thumbs ups if everyone out there right now smashes it. Okay, and I know you haven't smashed it. Don't try to pretend to me that you that you know that you've smashed it. Don't I, I don't, did. I thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know. Um, so let's see what else. Okay, so um, what's your dream? Let's talk about that, uh, Walter. I don't know if you have a question for Texas Gun Vault. Do you have a question? No, no. You you yeah. You've been I was I was gonna say I was gonna say what's your dream gun? What's your dream gun that you would like to have if money was no object and it's not a Glock. yeah and if you guys have questions out there for texas <laughs> well, gun well, well, Glock 18c i mean <laughs> yeah. i actually got to hold a real glock 18 a couple days ago one of my sot friends mm-hmm. around here he has he has an mp7 and a g18 and that was so amazing nice to actually get that i was so surprised though with how chintzy the selector switch is on that thing it's like a little mm. piece of plastic <laughs> i was blown away i was like this this gun that's this unicorn gun that's so mythical and the little safety selector is, is so cheap i was like dang but it does what um, it needs to do i really would like to have eventually a transferable machine gun I don't. I mean, I I, I could sell stuff and get one it's which just, one if you were going to get a machine gun right now which one would it be uh, I'd probably want, just because of the versatility, a uh, transferable M16. Okay. You know, uh, just because you can do so much with it. Okay. Um, I mean, would it, would it, MP5, you know, maybe a sear pack would be cool. Yeah, but I think the M16 would be the coolest. Um, but when it comes to non-NFA stuff, 
I have really been jonesing for one of those new uh, LWRC SMG 45s. And I know people always tell me that have you seen Grantham's video on it? Yes, I have. And I still want it. I know it's not super accurate. I'm not the world's greatest shot. And if I owned it, I'm going to go have fun with it. I'm not trying to put, you know, this type of uh, grouping at 100 yards. I'm just there to go put some 45 caliber downrange and get some paper. Yeah, to chug it. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I want that right now. Okay. All right. What do you think about that, Walt? Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for accuracy out of a 45 ACP, it comes out of the end of the barrel, but what? Not even a thousand feet per second, I don't think, right? I mean, I don't know. It's subsonic, yeah. Yeah, it's subsonic. You're you're choosing the wrong gun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And even, technically, guns like that are close up and personal guns. They're not not made for target shooting, they're made for Mm -hmm. dispatching things. Mm-hmm. See, of all the different types of firearms, I if you if you go through my channel, you'll discover that I love subguns, mm-hmm. like in, pistol caliber carbines. I have lots of SBRs, and most of my SBRs, I have B and T, I have you know the Colt, uh, you know semi-auto version of like the SNG, uh, and everything I've built is all like a nine forty. I just right. love pistol caliber SBRs. I just think they're the coolest gun. I know that you know. Speaking of obsolescence, the subgun is been replaced by the intermediate cartridge and you know a lot yeah. of police departments but i i just think submachine guns and you know pccs are the coolest type of gun out there they're just so much fun to shoot uh mechanically they just fascinate me especially things like you know roller delay blowback or the rotating bolt of the mpx i just intellectually get off on that stuff it's like mm-hmm. that's just so cool i, I mean let me just you know, i got one gun that'll destroy all that modern technology high point swedish k that's what you say. <laughs> Those are awesome too. Very accurate. Chugs along. Hits what you're aiming at. Straight up blowback. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no rotating bolts. No. Yeah. The, the you mentioned the um the um the uh, the Sig, the Sig MPXs. I have a couple of them. Way overcomplicated. I mean, those guns are super overcomplicated, um, in my opinion. Versus like MP5, which is a little bit complicated, but. They they're great guns, MP5, in my opinion. But um, but yeah, once you shoot the Swedish K or you see somebody shoot it, Joel Ola shot it. I have one, and it's like full auto, and the gun doesn't even move. You're right on target. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those simple but really well, really well thought out. Yep. Yeah. Um. So we got a question here from Diesel TV. It says so. What do you guys think is the best 357 Sig? Looking to get one. Who knows about uh, 357? I just replied to him, and I said the SIG P229R, which, of course, the reason is, is first of all, I love 357 SIG. Unfortunately, I don't own any guns chambered in that right now. I think the cartridge is, is awesome. Ballistics are great. I love the fact it's bottlenecked, and mm. so it helps with with reliability. Mm. But I like the P229R because it's the same thing that the Secret Service carried. I know, see, I like stuff like that. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, and then YNH wants to know if you have access to a Swedish M45, Walter. I have the Port, Sa- Port Said, which is the uh, Egyptian version of that. Yes, yes, okay. I do. So there you which go. Is, you know, if you want to be, you want to be technical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay. So let's see. That's what I was talking. That's what I was just talking about being so fun to shoot. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm gonna try to look through the blogs now and see what uh, blog news we got going on. I don't know if you. If there's any blog stuff the folks out there uh, 
are super interested in. Uh... Can I actually chime in on something? Sure, I absolutely, the, yes. Because uh, uh, someone said in the chat that they said the Glock 32. And I want to say, I used to own a Glock 32C. And I got to say is if you ever get a 357 SIG, do not get a compensated version of that gun mm -hmm. because it will clear your sinuses. That high pressure, that was the loudest, most miserable gun I have ever shot. <laughs> have a compensated okay. 357 sig so okay all right so um the other day i was saying that uh let me see if i can run this in actually let's see if we can do this so this is in the truth about guns and the and the headline says nra calls special board meeting for march 14th updated uh we covered wayne lapierre's boilerplate speech to cpac and panned mr bespoke $20,000 suits, tired routine. We also noted that thankfully the NRA is working on finding a replacement. The sooner that process is, is concluded, the better. Now we learn that the NRA's president has canceled a special meeting on March 14th. Um, in direct violation of the group's corporate bylaws, see update at the bottom of the post. So March 2nd, 2021, official notice to board members. The NRA president has called for a special meeting of the board of directors to take place on Sunday, March 14th at 10 a.m., blah, blah, blah. So apparently that's been canceled. Um, so because if, if I read the article right, it was because they called the meeting with actually that's what was wrong with the bylaws. They're supposed to give 30 days written notice to all of the notice. people attending, mm -hmm. and they didn't do that. They just called it. Yeah. They can't do that. So anything that would happen at that meeting – would yeah. not be legitimate. Yeah. Now, so. I have a whole series. Now, I, I don't know where you guys stand on the NRA, and mm -hmm. but I have a whole series. I call it the uh, NRA dumpster fire mm -hmm. because that whole or, or, or organization is falling apart, and they're doing more harm than, than, than good. Right. And I'm one of the people that are of the belief that not one cent until Wayne is gone. Yeah, I'm not sure. So one of the rumors that's out there is that if this meeting ever takes place, it's to announce a replacement, right? But uh, I still don't trust him because they're all yeah. his cronies. Yeah, it, it's just going to be a, it, it's just more more than likely going to be a figurehead. They have to uh, Wayne Lapierre pretty much owns this organization. They would have to walk away from this organization, and then people that we can trust to actually handle it and move it forward that aren't getting their strings pulled by him would have to be there to move it forward. Otherwise, I think like whatever, let it burn. The whole organization has to be restructured. And I've heard people say oh, the, the board of directors need to be, be reduced to 20 people versus the, what, 100 it has now or something mm -hmm. like that. They need to get rid of the office of the executive vice president. Mm -hmm. They need to return where the president actually has power, where people, uh, the members can vote on certain things. They need to get rid of the committee that selects. And, and I tell people this. It, it, it's a big sham. People tell me, oh, you don't like Wayne? Well, vote him out. Mm. I can't. You can't you do it. Yeah. the board, and the board selects who can run for the board. And he owns so the board. You, and, there's, and he owns and, the board. And there's different levels of the board. There's just like figurehead levels of the board. And then there's the people who he controls his inner circle, you know, whatever it was in the Lord of the Rings, you know, the, what was it, nine, the nine kings or some nonsense. That he owns the these things. Yeah, the ring rates, basically. Um, so Vanessa Kitty says NRA is just trying to reincorporate that to then change the bylaws to make it more of an authoritarian authoritarian dictatorship. Stop sending it to your heart. Uh, stop sending them your hard-earned funds. And um, what's sad is I have so many friends that they know the. The because so many anti-gunners look at the NRA as the big boogeyman mm -hmm. that they're like I have to support. They're just blind about it. 
I'm like, do you even know what's what's going on? Do you even know that Wayne LaPierre was, you know, spending twenty thousand dollars on suits? So when they're begging you for your thirty dollars here or there, they're just wasting it. They're not. Yeah. It's not. It's not actually going. And here's the other thing I tell people in my videos. I say, if you ran a company. And you hired a CEO, and the CEO comes in, and you're sitting on the board. He goes, "Okay, in ten years, I'm going to bring, I'm going to do this. I'm going to bring this type of profits. I'm going to move the company and do this." You go, "Okay, you're hired." Well, after ten years, if you've done none of it, in fact, you've lost ground. I don't care about the whining of, "Oh, it's the situation." It's the you go, "No, you said you were going to do this. You didn't. Bye." Yeah, time to get out. Since I. I get mad every time I see the interview that Wayne LaPierre did back in 1986 when the 86 Firearm Owners Protection Act was passed. He said, we are, gonna, we are not going to rest until we get the machine gun registry reopened. And what is that? That's at, you know, 30-something years now, 35 years. or you know, It's like, well, I understand that that's probably an impossible hurdle at this point, but you can at least fight for it. Mm-hmm. But they don't. They all all they do is try to stop things from happening. They never progress the ball. I don't know what that else else to tell you. You promise me you're you're going to do this, and then you don't. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that's at least going to fight and get results. Yeah. Let's try. Right. I agree with that, Walter. Wayne Wayne must go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know what else to do. I don't see it ever going to happen. I don't see anything, any change, really. Now, so even if he steps down, it's just like some kind of uh, dog and pony show, right? Yeah, you got yeah. you got to get rid of that that ginormous board and all that that process that you know it, it limits everything. You know, it doesn't bring any new blood into the organization. It's just a bunch of old guys. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I have said for a long time. There's a, there's a lot of people we need the NRA to be made up and headed by different people, just all all around and be more inclusive. You know, if, if you look at the board of directors, you have a bunch of celebrities, you know, people that was like, what was it? Tom Selleck was on it for a while and, and all those other people, they're not doing anything. They, they never show up to the meetings. And yeah. then you have all these, um, you know, old fat white guys. It's like, no, 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 no. The second amendment is, is for everyone. We, we need well, to bring in other people and show that we're inclusive, show that the second amendment is for everybody and, you know, that's just been my opinion for a long time. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we need. So I, I don't I, want to turn into a politically right, correct organization. That's not that's not the way it this this idea that you have to inclusive is. Yeah, sure. If you just don't bring people into groups because they're white, they're black, they're girls, yeah. they're, I understand. they're gay, yeah. they're this, yeah. you know, they might not bring anything that's of any value to yeah. the group. But they are you qualified. Know, a, there are qualified people out there. I think one of sure. the biggest problems with the NRA is they're trying to own everyone that comes on board. Now, I don't right. really have a problem with celebrities, right? I think celebrities do a lot, but we can't put on celebrities what we want actual like jobs we want people to do every day. Right. So there's yeah. jobs we want people to do every day and things that they're fighting that we can't necessarily put that on the celebrities. So I'm yeah. fine with the celebrities if we understand they're like sectioned off over here. And if they're celebrities and they have money, I think you need to limit like exactly what are we spending on them? It's not something that they should jump into just so we can pay for awesome things for them. Right. To to some extent, I understand if they're coming to an NRA convention or or whatever it is and someone's paying to put them up. It's all good. But in some cases, there's like positions there just to funnel money to people that you like kind of a deal. Um, and then we need to get like, I don't care what the race or gender or anything yeah. like that is of the person. I just want those people to be diehard, 
committed to the second amendment and fighting for that all the time and as 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 jason said here you know like actually um doing something for us every day and and making wins and moving us forward yeah i I don't care if they're members of the sig board or the men of the cult board of directors Mm -hmm. there's all this the nssf is the same way it's all a bunch of people are on boards of this or on boards of that Mm -hmm. you know they all get together and they have their meetings and they have their dinners and they go play golf and Mm -hmm. and they talk all this big game but are they doing anything for it to about once again like nfa stuff are they doing anything about suppressors right you know uh you know, it's you just know what? It's a dog and pony show. We need more things to be decentralized. You know, it's something I come back to often when we have these kinds of conversations. But I really believe that we need to decentralize some of these things. And what I mean by that, instead of so, so uh, NRA is centralized right now. You got one person with cronies around him running the whole thing. Why are we here two, three years into this nonsense where we've seen all this going on and we didn't have the NRA doing what they were supposed to be doing over the last, uh, actually like probably four years, right? We didn't have them doing what they were supposed to be doing and we're paying the price for that, you know, because these people are running it. So decentralizing it means we all own it. We all run it. Right. You know, depending on our participation in that. So if you have passionate folks out there that actually have a say into what happens, then you can really get something um, done with this stuff. Something decentralized, a good example of that would be like Bitcoin. You know, that's decentralizing money. Right. Everyone I know it was like, but honestly, the problem with money right now is the government runs it. So therefore, it's not backed by anything. They can print as much money as they want. They can hand out money like crazy and send up inflation. Your job is not going to give you pay raises to keep up with that. And this is why things like Bitcoin are taking off the way that they are because that is decentralized. Okay, and there's limits to to what's going on there so we need more things like that in our community. I've talked about the things like that related to to money like Tusk. You know, we've talked about those kinds of things. I think people need to look into that and become aware of that. If you're not, it's a cryptocurrency for the firearms industry. But we need other things to be decentralized. So I think we need to look in terms of the NRA for solutions like that, where we have uh, a say in in what's going on there and not a few people. Because even no matter how nice we, we or awesome we think these people are, once they start getting the money and the limos and whatever it is, it's very easy well, to fall into Well, it's that. just like the ATF in Congress. You know, Congress legislated and created the ATF. But then they're like, okay, we're going to tell you generally what to do, and then we're going to put you in charge, and you guys go do whatever it is and create your own regulations. And then there's no oversight. So then the mm-hmm. people that are in the ATF, that's why you had the thing that happened recently with, like, uh, Tommy Bostic. You know, mm-hmm. you, you guys know about, like, the T-36. This all of a sudden, just arbitrarily... That's a machine gun receiver, mm-hmm. but it hasn't been a machine gun receiver for all this time. You never had any problem. Well, we just feel like it, like it now. There's there, there's just no oversight. They're not supposed to arbitrarily create laws like that. I mean, they're yeah. not. It's but yes, there's no one really running the show except them. But we can't run the show. We have no. This is the problem with that, right? We can't run the show, and we have no ownership over it, and that's therefore disenfranchising us. 
And when we look to replace these things, so it's one thing to say, hey, we got to burn that down. I'm one of the people saying that. But whenever we look to replace something, we need to decentralize it. A perfect example of that is Parler. Everyone was like, oh, Parler's the thing. There's Don, Dan, Dan Bongino's running it. And Fox News is talking about it. Oh, awesome. Everyone get on that. Well, we're not really running it. It was those guys running it. And then they didn't really understand what they were doing. And, and because they didn't understand that, they had Amazon as their servers, right? And everything, and they could easily be shut down. If, if they would have really cared about what they're doing or anyone else that knew what was going on had input in that, it would have been decentralized. So even if Apple said, we're not going to, we're going to pull your app and Google said, we're going to pull your app, functionally, they would still be up and running. Well, they, well, they are now, you know that, right? Yeah, but uh, I'm not interested in them anymore. Right. I'm over well, it because they've done, well, they've kicked people off and all that kind of stuff. They've, they've bent to the powers that be. Well, one of the things that I, one of the people I follow on YouTube a lot, do you know who Tim pool is? Yes. He talks about how there's a, a company and he's, or I guess he knows about that. They're trying to create a social media network like Twitter or whatever that uses, I guess, is it like blockchain or a way right. that's, it's, it's decentralized. Mm-hmm. So nobody can be shut down. You can't mm-hmm. have a company go, we're not going to host this anymore because it's not hosted anymore. We have a couple of those this. right now. Mines is, is like that. But yes, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's going to be the future because, you know, mm-hmm. and it's funny, it, what blows my mind is – I support the right to the Second Amendment for everybody, even if you politically feel different. That's the First Amendment. If people want to have a YouTube channel and say how stupid I am and make videos about how dumb and ugly I am, that's fine. I, I may not like it, and I might be hurt a little bit, but I support that, and I don't want them to be shut down. It mm-hmm. amazes me that how when people are one side of the political aisle and when they're in power, they think – Yes, we're going to block this. It's it's hate speech, or they come mm-hmm. they come up with all these terms, and then they're fine with censorship. They're fine with Burke learning. They're fine with deplatforming. But I always warn them: one day it will come back to haunt you. And it's just like when Harry Reid killed the filibuster for judicial appointments, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Mitch McConnell says you will regret this. But the Democrats were great with it. Like yes, we're going to get all these appointments through. And then that's how we got Kavanaugh. It's how we got. Amy Coney, Coney Barrett, and they were crying. Oh my gosh, you've ruined democracy. No, we're playing it by your rules. Mm-hmm. And one day, because right now I know it's easy to get depressed and go, oh, censorship, it's, it's all over. The tide will turn. Yeah. And then that's going to give people on, I guess I'll say our side or, or you know, people of the opposite side of who's in power now will yeah. now use the power that, that they've created to censor them, and they're not going to like it. But that's why, as a libertarian, I support rights for everybody across the board. You can be my political adversary, and I support your freedom of speech to say anything you want, make the content you want. I don't think that anybody should be censored, even if you say horrible things. We all just need the right to choose and to decide, hey, I don't want to see this. You know, I don't want to see, yeah, I don't want to see these images. If I don't want to see this, I'm going to block it or whatever. But the, but the idea that we could go, Hey, unless, you know, there are things that I think, Hey, this would be terrible for people to do or whatever. Right. But not based on someone's politics, right. Or based on their opinion. Um, but this is what's happening. And I think one of the things that's happening is as people are seeing that they're going, this is not, it's not cool anymore. Everyone knows this is happening. So they don't want to be involved with those things. So eventually we're going to get that because we're going to demand it. We want to be on the place where we can see what people are really thinking. 
I don't have to, like you're saying, I don't have to agree with what they're thinking. I want to know, hey, what's this person thinking? You know, and we and it's good that it's on the record. But when people start going, well, you can't say that the election was fraudulent. You know, you can't mention that we found all these shredded votes or whatever. And these are facts. Then you get kicked off because of that. Then we definitely don't, you know, we definitely don't have that. Go ahead, Walter. I sense you want to say something here. Well, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond. Well, I can't call you. I can't call you out. I can't Mm -hmm. say anything about you. That's hate speech. You're bullying Mm-hmm. You're this. It's always, it's always, you know, it's always, uh, you know, you're always being mean or something. You know, it's like, oh, you know, if you if if I don't like you, and yeah, but they do, I, but they I, too. They, I think, as Jason said, they do plenty of that on the other side. These people oh, literally yeah, call for bad things to be done to Trump's son, and no one look, look at no look, look at those all that. the uh, you know the the carrying the head around cut off and stuff and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. That was all just fun and games for those folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, where were those people being banned for life? Yeah. Where were those guys being banned for life? You know, if you got the Ayatollah Khomeini, it still has a a Twitter, you know, and Trump doesn't have a Twitter for 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 saying, "Hey, this is this is this I'm is." I'm sure nonsense. All, all all the all the man boy love people still have Twitter, and all these other people all have to, all these mm-hmm. other groups all have Twitter, right? You know, yeah. I mean. We're going to we're we we're going to make changes. What I hope is that we make sensible changes or we look in sensible directions when we do this. It's really I've had a tough time, like trying to talk to people and get people to understand, for example, I mean, I, I so I've talked about the social media thing for a long time. I'm burnt out on that, to be honest with you. Right. I knew all of this kind of stuff was coming. I'm not the only person everyone knew you know, that this was coming if they were looking at it. And the thing that's coming next is what's already been here. Operation Choke Point. It's coming. They're going to shut us off from doing commerce online. And people go, well, who cares? I'm not going to do... Well, where's most of the commerce getting done? Yeah. How are you going to do... How is your business going to survive, Walter, if you can't sell stuff online? Yeah, I don't know. You have, I, I don't have a good answer for you. Yeah. So it's really important for us to be able to sell stuff online. Like I get people going, well, I'm just going to have gold and I'm just going to do this. Okay. So then we're all, we're going to all be isolated. We're all going to be prisoners. And I could tell you in a true apocalypse, no amount of gold or silver is going to do anything for you. No one cares about that. Chocolate is going to be more valuable than gold. <laughs> Toilet paper yeah. is going to be more valuable than gold. A bottle of Jack Daniels and them cigarettes. Yeah. Bullets. <laughs> those things will probably be more valuable. Because so, when, when, you, when there's no cigarettes, these people will be going around like heroin addicts looking for smoke. So, yeah, true. Yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we're, we're not in that. And if we're not in an apocalypse and other people could buy and sell things and we can't do something that's guaranteed to us by the Second Amendment, that's a sacrilege. But they will do it by simply turning off the money to companies, okay? Forget about passing laws and all that kind of stuff. The banks can right now walk away from companies because they're in the firearms industry and they have been doing it, okay? There's banking laws right now that says that a bank can't tell me, hey, we're not going to deal with you because of the color of your skin. They can't tell me that. But, but you know, they're considered utilities, but they could tell me we're not gonna deal with you because you're a gun guy. 
That's what PayPal did when they when they um, banned me for life, and they banned so many other. Go- it's like a it's it's like a, a a quietly kept secret. No one wants to admit that they're being banned by PayPal, and so they're just going through banning gun guys. You know, and 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 we're allowing that to happen, and we're going to turn around one day, and this is going to be on a mass scale, and there's an entire, you know, several billion dollar industry, right? That's just completely ignoring it. Like, yeah, whatever. Well, necessity is the mother of invention, and I tell people that eventually there will be systems yeah. that rise up to, to you know, fill, fight fill this the void. In. Yeah, to fill it because there are people that want to engage in firearms co- uh, uh, commerce, and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're not going to stop people, it. Mm-hmm. There's people who uh, understand that there's money to be made, mm-hmm. right? Not just selling of stuff, but providing that money service. Yeah, you know that. Um, yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Kiaski is asking this question, and I think he asked it before Walter. And I don't know. Uh, you feel free to to jump in here, uh, Texas Gun Vault. Uh, what banks are 2A friendly? Well, I think he wants to know locally to Walter. Walter, do you have banks that are 2A friendly to you locally that you know about? Oh, we have bank accounts. Yeah, yeah. but the, I don't know that we could say they're 2A friendly. I mean, friendly. I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, and do I want to start. Yeah, if you mention them, you so you don't want there's to mention things them. To talk people... about, there's things to talk about and there's things not to talk about. Right. Okay. Well, I think the way to go is well, I, of course, I don't know what it's like if you're setting up a business, but if you're mm-hmm. a per, an individual, one of my next door, door neighbors is the CEO of a pretty big credit union. Mm-hmm. And she says all the time, she gets mad when I even say the word bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes, No, you need to get a credit union because it's 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 owned by the people that have the deposits. Mm. It's not a corporation. Okay. And they have they're guided by a whole different different set of set of rules. Mm-hmm. And that's all yeah. Yeah, that, course, that's I, that's interesting. Yeah. We, we we bank with a national it's one of the big national ones. Um we haven't had any anything yet. Yeah. Early on there was some banks that didn't want to do credit card stuff mm-hmm. with gun stuff. And that's been that's nothing new. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's nothing new. It's not like not every credit card company will will deal with firearm stuff. They call it, it's too high too high risk, mm-hmm. and a high risk meaning you know, uh, you know, it would chargebacks and all that stuff like that. We don't yeah, Kiaski, I think you need to call Walter and talk to him personally. Well, but I understand I mean, what Walter's saying here. If he puts that out there, then people could choose to go after him, give that bank a hard yeah, time that, or whatever. That's and, like when people ask, "What are you going to do if they come and get your guns?" You know, so I got quiet. Yeah, it depends on the situation. I mean, <laughs> you know what? I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going to go I'm going to start. Come on, come on. Stop, stop, yeah. stop. It depends on the you situation, know, know every, how they come everybody, to you. Everybody's got these grandiose plans like they're going to take over the world and defend the whole block. Well, I got news for you. When 100 cops show up at your place, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to put my family at, I'm not gonna put my family you're at gonna risk. You're going to die. Yeah. You start shooting, you're going to die. <laughs> you know what we need to what, what we need to do if if a hundred cops come and there's a thousand of us might be a different that's story. Different. Yeah, that's different. But yeah. that that that's not going to happen on the on the all of a sudden. Well, so, I don't worry about confiscation because I have a lot of friends in law enforcement, and they all say I ain't no. going to go. I'm not going to risk my life. And even if that started to happen, there's not enough people out there. You'll start hearing it before it ever comes to you. Like, oh my gosh, they're starting to confiscate guns and. 
New York. Well, you're going to be so well prepared that by the time the you know there's only five thousand ATF agents, and not all of them are assigned to firearms, and not all of them are actually field yeah. agents. Yeah. No. So they're so by the time they get around to you, you'd be like, I don't have any guns, you know, yeah. because you. you know, yeah. <laughs> they're well, all, they're, they're going to add more. Fights. They're going. One of the things you're going to see happen is they're going to add more ATF agents. I think there'll always be cops willing to go out there and take out guns from people. I think it comes down. This is why the local stuff is so important. I think it, if it comes down to it, depending on where you live, your community, you need a community to stand up to these things. We've got entire right. states around the country standing up to it. We definitely have counties around the country standing up to it. Um, and we need sheriffs, etc., standing up and going, right. nope, you right. can't come into our counties and try to take guns from, from our citizens. Um, it's it's going to take a lot of stuff like that. I don't want to say it's never going to come to that. I think to go back to what we said in the beginning here, which we, we need to wrap it up. But I think Walter was saying, don't put it past these guys to create something and go, because of this now, everyone has to lose their rights to guns. Right. And I'm Make, never going for that. I don't care if they give up. I don't care if everyone in the government gives up their guns. I'm still not going to do it. Oh, they're not going to give up their guns. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, uh, I, like I said, I don't want to be a conspiratorialist, but, you know, just mm -hmm. they're going to create uh, things. I have a feeling. So mm -hmm. uh, they're not past it. Uh, you know, the government's not. If he, Some of the stuff that different agencies have done. You know that they're not they're not well, above. I think we have a modern example of this, and I, and I brought this up when when the bump stock ban happened. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, I know mm -hmm. people that had bump stocks. Mm -hmm. I don't know a single. I, I think the ATF even said from no, they didn't get the bump stocks. Yeah, <laughs> they they got like they collected like forty two nationally. They, they got, got it for some companies. Eight. They got it from yes. companies. Yeah, as we said I don't earlier. Know anybody? I don't see any pictures, videos. I have never heard anybody, and I'm not calling anybody. Out. I'm just saying. I don't know anybody that's like, here's a picture of me chopping up my own bump stock. <laughs> I, I have two bump stock sets, but I have a strong a, inclination yeah. there's still 800,000 of these things out there. I would so. agree with that. I would I would definitely agree with that. Okay, okay. listen. Yeah, listen, we got to wrap it up here because uh, I know people have things to do or whatever, but obviously we're having an awesome conversation here. I would like to suggest that everyone still hanging out with us smashes those thumbs ups. I think about 14 thumbs ups uh, gets us to 100. So I think you guys could do it uh, while we're waiting for you all to do that and get us there. Let's start with Walter Killer Keller. Tell the folks how they could support you out there. What, where can they, can they follow you, communicate with you? Um, if people have questions, et cetera. Yeah. And by the way, we if you need to buy something and you don't want to use your credit card, we do take checks and cash, by the way, too. Mm -hmm. um, and that's yeah. an old school thing that a lot of new people don't know about the mail. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you signed up for Tusk, Walter. I'm going to get you signed up. I, I need to do that. I need to do it. I need to do it. St. Tara Farms is on uh, all the all the big, uh, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. There's all safetyarefarms.com. There's stenparts.com. And then, um, of course, do it for racing, doing the mini bike stuff, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, YouTube. Um, so check those out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So definitely um, go to Dirtfoot Racing. You can see lots of cool stuff going up there. Keep an eye on Safety Harbor Firearms because we got there. There are some lowers coming out. All right, let's yep, go yep. to Texas Gun Vault. Tell the folks all the different ways they can support you, sir. Follow you, etc. 
Well, just check me out on YouTube. That's my main thing. I'm just one person with another full-time job, so I don't have a lot of social media presence outside of YouTube. I do have an Instagram. I do try that. Uh, if you want to become a Patreon, you can. I have a few Patreons over there that are awesome. Uh, just check out my videos. Uh, I know that YouTube's been throttling gun channels a lot. I was getting a lot more views before January, and now it's all just been throttled. But I heard that everybody, from yeah. even the biggest channels, are getting just one-third of what they used to. And I, I don't think it's lack of interest. But if you just go check out my channel, I have a daily video. Um, just make sure you're subscribed. Uh, I, if you want to buy merch, I have a little T-shirt shop <laughs> at the bottom of my thing. I think I sweet yeah, everyone does. Yes. Um, that's and that's it. So like, check me out on Instagram, YouTube, Tinder, or whatever I got. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, Tinder. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, OnlyFans. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Listen, please do support Texas Gun Vault. I think this is a great show. It's great having you on, man. Um, hopefully, hopefully we'll get you to come on again. Um, yeah, it was great having Walter here as well. I do want to let everyone know, uh, while you're all smashing those thumbs ups on the way out the door here, there is no show for the rest of this week. Basically, we got a bunch of things going on, including that we're going out to Sam Andrews. So we're, we're going to be making some how it's made videos out there with Sam Andrews. I'll post something here for anyone who's got questions and all that kind of stuff. Maybe I'll get him to do uh, we'll do a question and answer at some point. So um, no more shows shows for this week, but you can watch um, episodes and I'll get some uh, snippets thrown up. I'm trying to catch up to everything around here. It's been kind of crazy. Lots of people were saying this was an awesome show. They had a great time. Shout out to all the Texas Gun Vault people that came through. You guys are amazing and awesome. Um, and the best subscribers on YouTube. Nobody beats me. Absolutely. I, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. I am going to run in the end here, and then maybe we'll come back, Walter, and we'll get a final word from Texas Gun Vault here. Sure. Um, so sure. big shout-out to Franklin Armory. Thanks to them uh, for supporting the channel here. We appreciate Franklin Armory. We appreciate them fighting for the Second Amendment as well. All right, let's run in the end scene. All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching the show. Make sure you subscribe, smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell. We are going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all your other favorite places to get your audio podcast. There are people around the world listening to us. Shout out to all those people in all those cool countries out there listening to us, yearning for freedom. And as well as all the folks in America that listen to us. Um, <laughs> yearning for freedom. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> True. Truth, Walter, truth. Um, so here, here's the thing. Uh, Texas Gun Vault, hit us with your words of wisdom, sir. Support the Second Amendment. Do all you can to be good ambassadors. Uh, just represent the community well because that's how we're going to win the fight in the long run. Amen. Amen. Uh, good words right there we will see you guys next week we're out of here follow us all on social media great way to stay in touch with everyone and including myself until we're back peace we out good evening good evening <laughs>